never laugh as a hearse goes by For you may be the next to die They wrap you up in bloody sheets To drop you six feet on Tonight, on the Midnight Train Podcast We're headed to the place where we were once spanned Turns out, they actually like us New Zealand Creepy New Zealand, to be completely accurate Let's see who we can accidentally piss off this time Listener discretion is advised. All aboard. Worms play pinnacle on your snout. They eat your eyes, they eat your nose as you begin to decompose. A slimy beetle with demon's eyes chews through your stomach and out your sides. Your stomach turns rancid grease and pus pours out like melted cheese. Hello! Passengers, and welcome to the Midnight Train Podcast. That was a good one. Thanks. Yeah, Where good. we bring the dark to light. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we, we try. We try. We try. Yeah. Well, we make fun of a joke about creepy shit, so if you don't know, now you know. Right? Yeah. That's right. That's what we do here. While bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. Some good history in this one yes, today, buddy. Yes. I'm excited about yeah. this one. Yeah, it's good. I'm your host, the conductor, the cryptic Jonathan Sayer. And with me, Woo. as always, is my co-host, Mr. Moody. It's for both of us. Hey. Logan is not here today because, you know, life. <laughs> boo. Everybody boo. Boo this man. <laughs> boo this man. <laughs> nah, Dude, we're, we're, dr- we're drinking early today. Yeah, 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 There you yeah. go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We started already. Yeah. Doing a little bit of Gold Horn Polka City Pilsner. It's pretty good. Right here in Cleveland, man. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. Hmm. Well, you beautiful bunch of dark passengers know that we're just a bunch of musicians and assholes that love history and cannot get an- enough of the mysterious. It's true. We can. I can't. You can't. Cannot. Cannot. No. And we want you guys to know how much it means to us that you're listening <clears throat> at this very moment. Your reviews and support really do make all the hard work worthwhile in saying that. Please do us a big fucking favor. Stop on over to Apple Podcasts right now while you're listening. You could do it while you're listening. Yeah, you could. Just go in. Yeah, yeah. Just take like a couple minutes and sign in and give us a review, Yep, you know, because it really does help. It does. It does. It helps a lot. And I know we have a lot of listeners out there. We got a lot all across the world. We're getting more and more. It's crazy. More and more. It's It's pretty awesome. And we love it. So just give us a review. Just because that yeah. helps us to move up the ranks and then other people Just get to us hear us. And then all Tell of a sudden, that you love us. Right. And then we're huge. Well, and then we can buy Ferraris and we could. And if we get the but pants, you know, what, you know what would be better? You know what would be better? What? If we got big enough to where we could take this show on the fucking road. That's what I'm saying. And we could come and meet all you fuckers. That would be amazing. And that's eventually the Literally, goal. Literally, we'll take an Amtrak, so it will be the midnight train. <laughs> and we'll do we're going to have to, because we're never going to make that much money. We'll do shows from the train stations. Yeah, we, I actually, uh, that's, <laughs> I think that's the end goal. The end goal is yeah, to get out there to. and actually start doing these things yeah, live. Man, and live stuff would be so little, much fun. A little comedy show out there for everybody. Hey, <laughs> Welcome to the show, the big show. <laughs> John and Moody in the mornings. <laughs> waka waka. Hanga hanga. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> anyway, you can also find us on Spotify and iHeartRadio by typing the Midnight Train Podcast in their search bar and clicking the follow button. You'll then get each episode as they are released. They usually drop on Monday. We try really hard. And Patreon subscribers, uh, listen, you guys have been getting some shit, and you're going to be getting some more shit. These bonuses, man. Literally, we're going to send you boxes of shit. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be amazing? Only for Patreon Wouldn't it be amazing if it was like fake poo and we just send it to everybody? Yeah, just little things of fake poo. Then they can't say we never sent them shit. That's right. 
You guys really sent us shit. And we never got shit from you. Yes, you did. <laughs> no, they got, uh, they've got, you, listen, we've got a bunch of stuff yeah. coming up, in, including, yeah, yeah. and you guys want to get in on this for sure. We yes. have um, uh, Joseph Merrick, <clears throat> who yeah. is elephant man. the elephant man, and it's awesome story. It's be a good one. Heartbreaking, but it's awesome. Yeah. Like everything about it's super cool, other than, you know, the bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have one about the conspiracies around the Ooh, Hoover fucking dam. That's going to be a good one. And a lot of people are like, wait a minute, the Hoover dam. And that's, yeah. That's what you said. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't know. I'm like, yeah. Of all the people you'd think I would have known. <laughs> and it's wild. It's yeah, fucking, it's, it's wild. A lot Should of it's good. conjecture and bullshit. But yeah, if you want to well, get in the on best that. Kind. Yeah, of course. <laughs> if you want to get in on it, just go to uh, patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Train podcast believe, or head over to what? I believe we're also working on the, the, Logan's working on a hollow earth. He is working on a hollow uh, earth bonus. And I have, yeah. uh, I have a couple. I'm working on that high Brazil one still. Yeah. And I'm working on the current uh, possible active serial killer. Yeah, one. So make sure you guys are getting on that Got because some good ones coming. There's um, over 30, almost 40 in there right now. Something yeah. like that. And yeah, you know, we got we, a lot coming. We throw them out there all the time, but they're, they're like uh, the cool thing about the bonuses is that they're kind of weird and they're more laid back and they're laid back. They're goofy, but it's like, just to be honest, it's stuff that like we sit here and we're like, you know what? That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Let's look into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. exactly what it is and It'd we try to cool. keep them a lot of them are mostly relevant towards what we've already talked about right but some then there's of them some are, off the yeah. shit yeah, yeah so you can also go over to the midnight train podcast.com pick up some merchandise while you're there and sign up for patreon it's at the very top of the page and we just i just actually kind of redid i saw it looks good yes yeah, so you can go in there and see our beautiful faces yeah. now unfortunately on our website yeah you can, <laughs> like who are these guys with these luxurious voices yeah and then what? you see our face and you're like Oof. <laughs> and then you're like well, <laughs> ruin that. At least I don't have to see them all the time. <laughs> they got a face for radio. All right. So speaking of Pet Patreon, Woo. it's going to be one of those shows. <laughs> and I saw the notes, by the way. I went through some of the I'm notes. I'm sorry I tried. Dude, fuck those words. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I was doing the history, and I was just like, oh, this is so fun. <laughs> yeah, so if you're if you're new here, um, there's an, a going gag here that I don't get the uh, I I don't so really have time to go through the uh, the notes because Moody does the notes for us and the research. Yep, and then it shows up and I go through and I go what the fuck. <laughs> And then I try to pronounce words that, and I, I don't consider myself to be dumb in any way. No, shape, no, or it's, no. Just, it's just when words are like the eighteen syllables. Some of these are some of these yeah, are good. It's gonna too. be fun. I love when we do like random countries like yeah. this. It's so good. So listen, and also with uh, Patreon, uh, we've decided that once we hit hundred producers, we're going to start giving ten percent to a specific charity that we will announce every month. So the more producers we get, we're going to be able to give and uh, to a good cause. And you guys, our Patreon producers, are going to be the ones to pick the. Uh, the, the charity, cause, yeah, the yeah, charity every month. Yeah, so, so I think it'd awesome. be pretty cool. So make sure you guys are doing that. Jump on it. It's fun. Get on our official Facebook page. It's awesome. We're also on uh, t uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, YouTube. Yeah. You name it, we're there. And if we're not, let us know, and we will make sure that we get our asses up there. Yeah, literally, we're gonna put pictures of our asses on every one of them. That'd be awesome. Should we? I don't know. I have a tattoo in my ass. You'd be able to distinguish <laughs> that one pretty quick. <laughs> so let's turn down the lights adjust our seats oh hold on a second hold on hold on oh yeah you need another one yeah yeah i gotta yeah, crack yeah. one yeah i guess i'll just have to chug this one. Oh, and don't forget about the drinking game folks yep. yeah yes so we anytime, already had one today yeah so every time we uh you know do a movie quote or happen to break into song <laughs> you gotta drink <laughs> yeah you drink and so do we drink so so the more fun they are, the more drunk we get, and then the yep. more fun they are. And I say it's a cycle. It's Speaking a cycle. of songs, what? what time is it? Time is it? Yeah. Speaking of songs, it's eight thirty-two. No, 
No, what time is it in the show, speaking of songs? Oh, it's time to grab a drink. Yeah. And uh, let's get spooky. But first, yes. here's a toast, all you beautiful motherfuckers. <laughs> So it's what's the name of the song again? Hold on, ready? It's it's the midnight train podcast. Nice, this is the breakdown for the ladies right here. It's the midnight train podcast. (laughs) Uh, uh, Uh. I'm telling you, we should totally do it. Moody and I were talking. We're going to turn that into a, an actual song. Yeah. Right. I think Midnight the, Train rap song. Midnight Train theme song. And it's going to be us awesome. flowing like mother. Well, I don't know about flowing, fuckers. but it's going to be us. Well, <laughs> it'll be something like that. It's right? going to be good. It'll be good. So, hey, guess what? Yeah, what? I'm so excited about this one. Are you? I am super excited. I've been, okay. I've been stoked okay. all week <clears throat> well, to get in here. Uh, I didn't have time to proofread the whole thing. The whole thing so good luck with that yeah i saw a little a and, couple uh, of them i fixed a couple of the blue little, lines uh, saw yeah, the blue, that's, yeah. that's a dead giveaway the thin blue line baby <laughs> and uh of course the words the words are great yes so listen boarding the train from japan mm-hmm. that's where we were last that's where we were that, last week and in if, case you guys you didn't get, yeah, if you didn't get the chance to listen to that it was, <laughs> that was about the, the aioli graham cracker for us <laughs> oh man i don't even know how to pronounce it now Okigahara, um, the forest, the suicide in Japan, forest in yeah. Japan. Yeah, it was a gr- that was a good episode. Creepy as shit. Some grim things. Yeah, it, it was but, pretty uh, dark. It was, it was interesting. So now we're taking the imaginary bridge and heading to a beautiful island. Ooh, what I island know. you ask? Uh, what island? Well, we're heading to a place that has been kicking our ass with kicking our ass, <laughs> kicking ass, kicking ass with listener support recently, and we yeah, thank you guys absolutely, so much, man. And as we learned from one listener. They're not all pussies. <laughs> this is what we've been told. Yeah. We're heading to the land of Peter Jackson. Ooh. Uh, Taika Watiti. Yeah. Sir Edmund Hillary. Ernest Rutherford, who, if you're not up on your scientist, was a physicist who came to be known as the father of nuclear physics. Oh. Encyclopedia Botanica considers him to be the greatest experimentalist since Michael Faraday. Wow. Do you know who Michael Faraday is? He's the dancer, dude. Isn't he, isn't he the, the guy that does the dancing? The What's that called? Michael Faraday. The fucking, uh, where they do the fucking line dancing together. <laughs> Am I wrong? Oh, my God. I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, what's it called? Where they fucking, they used to tour all over the place. It was like, uh, it doesn't matter. I'm you're wrong. talking about like fucking river dance? Yeah. <laughs> That's Michael Faraday, isn't it? I don't know if that's the guy's name, but that's not the Michael Faraday they're talking about. Oh, well, then beg to differ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> also, Jean Bat- Batten. Batten. Okay. Yeah. A, uh, oh, actually, or Jean. Or Batten. Jean Batten. <laughs> <laughs> a female aviator who made the first solo flight from England to New Zealand. Oh. And the list could go on since we gave it away in that last description. You've probably guessed it. And because it's the name of the damn episode, we're heading to New Zealand. Woo! Give them an applause, buddy. They deserve uh, it. Yep. Ah. There we go, man. New Zealand. Fucking Kiwis. But not just... Is that a derogatory? Uh, I don't know. That's probably how we got it. If it is, I'm sorry. If it's not, well, okay. Kiwis are delicious, though. I do like it. I do like a good kiwi. Except the fucking outside of it's a pain in the ass. That's why you just scoop it out. 
Scoop. We cut it in half and scoop it. <laughs> scoop it. <laughs> Not only that, we're going to creepy New Zealand. Ooh. Right. So is there a creepy New Zealand? That, that we're, yes. I mean, it's an island, so I don't know. There's got to be some creepiness, right? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> this will be a really short episode. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. There's not. Bye. There's this guy named Bob who lives in a shack. And uh, okay. Well, that's about it. He lives in a van <laughs> down by the river. <laughs> Drink up. I just saw, speaking of which, sorry for the sidetrack. I saw a meme today. It was on uh, on Facebook or whatever. It was a uh, it was a picture of Chris Farley with the in the van down. Oh my god! Yes, the they, they live. live. <laughs> it's got the fates. I want shit. that as a poster, dude. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. They live in a van down by the river. Oh my god, it's so awesome. So you know by now how we do it here on we our do. creepy series, yep. which someone suggested we do, should do a creepy Japan. By the way, okay, yeah, that's so we'll be we'll heading put it back on the to, list. Yeah, we'll be heading back to Japan. Probably a lot of weird. We like to there. give you a history of the location we're at, and then drive into all that is creepy about that place. Yeah. Having said that, let's check out the history of New Zealand. Okay. It all started when Bilbo Baggins found a ring. Yeah, he did. It was the one ring to rule them all. Yep. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, no. Ro- is it? I think that was wrong. That's not the right history? No, I don't think. Alternative facts? Wasn't it like more? I don't even know where the hell that, I don't know. I didn't watch it. It was filmed in New Zealand. Oh, that makes sense. So Maori, right? <laughs> yep, I think so. Were the first inhabitants of New Zealand. Oh. Or <laughs> Aotearoa. Aotearoa? Sure. Okay, and listen, if I'm pronouncing these wrong, please feel free. You know what? No, it doesn't matter. No, you no, guys no, know no, 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 no. Yeah. I want someone to go through Shit. everything that he pronounces wrong and send us a detailed list. Oh, God, it's going to be a long list. Otoroa. I'm going to say Otoroa. You could say whatever you want. I don't know if it's probably wrong. Guided by Coop, the great navigator. When did Maori fir- or when the Maori first arrive in, or when did they first arrive in New Zealand? According to Ma- Maori, yeah, I want to say Maori. Maori. I think it's Maori. Okay, the first explorer to reach New Zealand was Coop. Using the stars and ocean currents as his navigational guides, he ventured across the Pacific on his <laughs> Wakahora. Oh, what the fuck? Haurua? Haurua? Haurua. Yeah, Waka. Waka, Waka, Waka. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry about that. Uh, which is his voyaging canoe from his ancestral Polynesian homeland of Hawaii. You think I would have just put voyaging canoe in there, don't you? Yeah, that would have been easier. Thank you for that. <laughs> it is thought that Coop, and it could be Coopy, but coupe? I think it's Coop. Coupe, maybe? That's how the British pronounce a car. Instead of, like, we call it a coupe, they, call it, they pronounce a coupe. I don't think that's right. Do I'm they? Yeah, no, absolutely. That's 100%. <laughs> no. I'm not even kidding. Really? Yeah, a instead coupe? of Coop, it's a coupe. Oh, well. Fuck. Anyway, he ask, what's her wait? What's her name? Uh, that we've been talking to. Uh, oh my god! I'm oh, blanking. way to way to just <clears throat> just so fucking sorry. not remember like, names. Anyways, let's just move ahead. <laughs> <laughs> she's the one that has to give it's us an English. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think she has to give us a. Uh, yeah, she's the yeah. one supposed to give us an English accent. She has to give us an English accent or an American so. accent. Right. We call it American. American. Mar- Mar- <laughs> oh, dude, I want to hear you do like a southern one too. Like I want to hear you talk like this. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that sounds. <laughs> so anyway, it is thought that Coupe or Coupe made la- oh, landfall yeah. at the Hokianga Harbor in Northland around <laughs> 1,000 years ago. Oh. You will not find Hawaii on a map, but it is believed Maori came from an island or group of islands in Polynesia in the South Pacific Ocean. There are distinct similarities between the Maori language and culture and others of Polynesia, including the Cook Islands, Hawaii, and Tahiti. 
More waka Arua. Yeah. Arua. Waka Arua. Yeah. Followed Kupe over the next few hundred years, landing at various parts of New Zealand. It is believed that Polynesian migration was planned and deliberate, with many waka hurua Voyaging canoes. Yes. <laughs> Making return journeys to Hawaii. Today, Maori are part of an iwi tribe. Yeah, with their iwi, that's their tribe, right? It's called an iwi. An iwi is a tribe. At least that's right. a word for tribe, yeah. yeah. A group of people who are descendants of a common ancestor and associated with a certain region or area in New Zealand. Each iwi has their own hapu, which are sub-tribes. Iwi can trace their entire origins and <laughs> wakapapa, which is their genealogy, back to certain wakahura. Fuck that word. Haura. <laughs> oh. The seven waka <laughs> that arrived to uh, oh, Otoroa were called Tainui, Tearawa, Metatua, <laughs> Kuruhaipo, Tokomaru, Ote, and Teketimu. Oh my god, this is harder. I think this is the hardest one I've done so far. <laughs> this is so fun. <laughs> I hear this is the hardest one. <laughs> Oh, my oh, God. God damn, this is amazing. Hold on. Keep going. There's more. There's All right. more. Maori were expert hunters, <laughs> gatherers, and growers. They wove fish, uh, fishing nets uh, okay. from yeah. herakiki, right. which is flax, and carved fish hooks from bone and stone. They hunted native birds, including moa, the world's largest bird. Dude, those motherfuckers were huge. Those are like the they're big. Extinct, uh, though. They're like giant ostriches. Like big ass emus or whatever. Yeah, they're right? bigger. They're like, if, it's, if you take an ostrich and you make it bigger. You ever hear about the uh, the emu um, fucking uh, invasion that happened in Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, I, it's the uh, the great. They had a war. It was a war. They called it the emu war. Yeah, they they I, could they could yeah. kill the motherfuckers, yeah, they, and they were breaking they down. They called the army in and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was awesome. <laughs> it's pretty badass. Maybe, maybe that'll be a bonus. That should be a bonus. That's a good one. That's so good. Even though we're not talking about Australia right now. Well, Aussies. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, which is, again, the world's largest bird with a range of, of ingenious traps and snares. So they were Ooh. smart, man. They yeah. were hunters. And, yeah, they got to get yeah. food. Maori cultivated land and introduced vegetables from Polynesia, including the kumara, which is a sweet potato. Oh, very nice. And often cooked hangi in, uh, in an, or cooked it in a hangi in an earth oven. Is that what that is? That's what it looks like. Okay. They also ate native vegetables, roots, and berries. Woven, Ooh, woven yeah. baskets were used to carry food, which was often stored in a petaka. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hold on. Have you ever seen what's the Will Ferrell one? Where he goes back to the dinosaurs, land, oh, of, the land lost, of the lost, where he's like, taka. <laughs> taka, taka. <laughs> uh, which is a storehouse raised on stilts. Oh, to protect themselves from being attacked by others, Maori would construct a. I'm going. It's a. It says long a, so pay. Sure. Uh, which is a fortified village. Built in strategic locations, Pei were cleverly constructed with a series of stockades and trenches protecting the inhabitants from intruders. Today, many historic Pei sites can be found throughout the country. Maori warriors were strong and fearless. All right. Fuck yeah, dude. Able to skillfully wield a variety of traditional weapons, including the spear-liked mm, Tayaha. Tayaha? Right? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And club-like Mir. I'm just going to say that's Mir, but it's probably like Mire or Miri. Mere. <laughs> Mere. 
me. <laughs> Today, these weapons may be seen in Maori ceremonies, such as the Wero, which is a challenge. You can also find these traditional weapons in museums. While Maori lived throughout the North and South Islands, the... Oh, you just... Now they added more freaking Mori, words to the Mori same Moriori, dude. Mo, Moriarty? Moriori. Moriarty? No. I have a friend whose last name is Moriarty. Do you really? Yeah. Marty. Like, His name's Marty. Marty Moriarty. Marty? Moriarty. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's fake. No, it's not at all. I can find him. On, he's it's a real person. Moriarty. <laughs> Wasn't that the nemesis for, uh, um, yeah, not Hitchcock, uh, what's his name? Sherlock Holmes? Was that Moriarty? I think so. Yeah. It was one of those guys. So the Moriarty, another Poly uh, Polynesian tribe, lived on the uh, Chatham Islands, nearly 900 kilometers east of Christchurch. Um, is it? It's Christchurch. Is it Christchurch? Christchurch. It's Christ. Christchurch. You're now you're overthinking. Yeah, uh, everything in here, dude. My brain already hurts when we just started. Moriarty are believed to have migrated to the Chathams from the South Island of New Zealand. Oh. In the late 18th century, they were about two. Uh, there were about 2,000 Moriarty living in the Chathams. However, disease and attacks from Mo uh, Maori saw the numbers of the, this peace-loving tribe become severely depleted. Well, that sucks. Yeah, man. They're just trying to live their lives. Yeah, live their best life, bro. It's the Moriarty, dude. Right. Moriori or the Moriori. I feel like I would have been a Moriori, bro. I would have been a Maori. Yeah, me too, bro. Yeah, yeah. The last full-blooded Moriori is believed to have died in 1933. So oh. they're they're all gone. Holy shit. Yeah, that's crazy and to that, think about. And that's fucked. The first European to sight New Zealand was Dutch explorer Abel Tasman. <laughs> that's, a, that's where Tasmania came from. It sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, he, he was on an expedition to discover a great southern continent, Ooh. Great Southland, that was believed to be rich in minerals. I assume that was Australia he was looking yeah, for. Yeah, I would assume, yeah. In 1642, while searching for this continent, Tasman sighted a, quote, large high-laying land off the west coast of the South Island. Abel Tasman annexed the country for Holland under the name of Statenland, later changed to New Zealand by Dutch mapmakers. Sailing up the country's west coast, Tasman's first contact with Maori was at the top of the South Island, which is now called Golden Bay. Two waka, which are canoes, yep. full of Maori men sighted Tasman's boat. Tasman sent out his men on a small boat, but various misunderstandings saw it rammed by one of the waka. <laughs> In the resulting skirmish, four of Tasman's men were killed. Well, you don't fuck around with the Maori, man. Ramming, yeah, you don't fuck around. <clears throat> Oh, you don't like us? All right, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Rowing. Everybody, come on! Ramming speed! Yeah. Tasman never set foot on New Zealand, and after sailing up the what West Coast... I know. Batch. Up to, uh, sailing up the West Coast, went on to some, uh, went on to some Pacific Islands, and then back to Batavia, now Jakarta, in the Dutch East Indies, oh, now also known as Indonesia. Right, right. See, see, we we tell you guys what's up. Right, full circle. Yeah, right. We get a history lesson and some creepy shit. Yeah, and some bad jokes. Good jokes too. No, I don't know. His mission to New Zealand was considered unsuccessful by his employers, so they <laughs> cut his fucking head off. No, I'm just kidding. The Dutch East India Company, of course it was, Tasman having found no treasures or matters of great profit. <laughs> Your boat was rammed, you asshole. <laughs> you did what? <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Who? You what? got your boat rammed by some indigenous folk? <laughs> they were the on a... What the fuck's a waka? <laughs> waka, waka, waka. I'm going to do that every... Uh, I got to stop that. Captain James Cook sent to Tahiti to observe the hey. transit of Venus. Is it James T. Cook? <laughs> Get it? No. Tiberius. 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> stop looking at me like that. To observe the transit of Venus was also tasked with the search for the great southern continent through uh, thought to exist in the southern sea. So everyone's looking for this damn thing. Yeah. Cook's cabin boy, young Nick, cabin sighted boy. a piece of land. <laughs> great movie, by the way. Land ho! <laughs> oh, my God. With uh, Chris, Chris Elliott. Uh, yeah. Oh, my. So fucking it funny. It is so weird. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So odd. Anyway, he cited a piece of land now called Young Nick's Head near Gisborne in 1769. <laughs> Cook successfully circumnavigated and mapped the country and led two more expeditions to New Zealand before being killed in Hawaii in 1779. Wow. Yeah. Prior to 1840, it was mainly whalers, <clears throat> sealers, and uh, missionaries who came to New Zealand. I love the whalers. Fucking missionaries, dude. Whalers are awesome. Dude, the Hartford whalers. Now, those are some whalers. There you go. These settlers had considerable contact with Maori, especially in coastal areas. Oh. Maori and Pekihe, which I guess are Europeans, right? Oh, sure. Traded extensively, and some Europeans lived among Maori. Thought they were just white folk. (laughs) Round eye. (laughs) The contribution of guns to Maori in intertribal warfare, along with the uh, European diseases, of course, led to a steep decline in the Maori population during this time. No shit. Motherfuck. Wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me... Hold on, let me get this straight. Yeah. So you're telling me that instead of throwing spears and hoping I hit these guys right. and kill them, mm-hmm. I can just take this thing mm-hmm. and shoot them with it, and they'll pretty much die instantly as long as I hit them. Is this what you're telling me? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Can I have like a hundred of them? Uh, I mean, we could probably do that. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's do that. Let's Either do that, that or you know what? Just uh. Who's vaccination doesn't exist? Just you know what? Just cough on them. Just just it's fine. It's fine. Just cough on them. Give them a little bit of time. It'll be they fine. Did, they did it like they did. We did it and just gave them a bunch of. Oh, we got some nice blankets for you. Right. Exactly. That's exactly what this is. That's what we did. To, yeah, bunch of. Not they just we. gave them. They gave them guns so they could take each other out. What do you can, mean, you people? Yeah. <laughs> they gave them. They gave them guns so they could just fuck each other up, and then when there were none of them, they could move in. Well, we've done that forever. Sure, yeah, dude. We've always whoever we thought was going to be better for it's the United crazy. States. It's just crazy. It's just crazy them. when you think about like yeah. these tribes like that. Like everything was like. Like, even now, there's still tribes, like, in the Amazon and shit that, like, you try to get near and they'll fuck you up because they don't want anything to do with the outside world. They'll eat your ass. Well, that too. I mean, not, not like... Literally, I mean, they they'll might, eat your li- ass. Yeah, they might literally That's eat your ass. the best part. <laughs> A lot of meat there. Ew. A rump roast. <laughs> don't knock it till you tried it. Uh, what, what do they call it? A butt? Uh, the butt? It's like, instead of a pork butt, it's a... Pork it's a, butt. It's yeah. a human butt. Yeah. <laughs> So signed in 1840, the Treaty of Waitangi Waitangi is an agreement between the British Crown and Maori, which is awesome. Around this time, uh, hopefully, at least they stop killing each other. <laughs> Let's hope, yeah. Around this time, there were 125,000 Maori and about 2,000 settlers in New Zealand. Sealers and whalers were the first European settlers, followed by missionaries. Merchants also arrived to trade natural resources such as flax and timber from Maori in exchange for clothing, guns again, and other pro- uh, products. As more immigrants settled permanently in New Zealand, they weren't always fair in their dealings with Maori over land. No, oh, really? Say it ain't so. Huh. No. Wow. That doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't. No. When, when has that ever happened before? I don't know. That sounds. Is this fake news? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I don't. I don't believe that somebody yeah. would. Uh, I don't believe that settlers would come in and screw over the locals for no. land. No. 
No, that doesn't sound yeah. right. Yeah. A number of Maori chiefs sought protection from William IV, the King of England, in recognition of their special trade and missionary contacts with Britain. Fucking Bill, dude. Yeah. Bill. Bill. <laughs> I trust anyone named Bill. Bill? Except for our friend Bill. That's right. You can trust him. And any future friend that listens to the show named Bill. <laughs> yeah, if you listen to us your name Bill, you're you're yeah. cool. Yeah. You can, Every you're, other Bill. You're cool. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. Yeah. So they feared a takeover by nations like France and wanted to stop the lawlessness of the British people in their country. As British settlement increased, the British government decided to negotiate a formal agreement with Maori chiefs to become a British colony. Mm -hmm. A treaty was drawn up in English, then translated into Maori. Hopefully they could pronounce those words better than I can. Probably not. Yeah, I got it. The Treaty of uh, Waitangi, or wa Waitangi, maybe? Waitangi? Waitangi? I don't know. I don't know. Waitangi. Wow, it's like wait, wait, Angie to me. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of angle? A white angle? What? No, it's wait, Angie. Yeah, wait, Angie is what it looks like. Yeah, well, it was signed on February 6th, 1840 at Watangi in the Bay of Islands. 43 Northland chiefs signed the treaty on the, the on that day. Over 500 Maori chiefs signed it, and it was taken uh, as it was taken around the country during the next eight months. So they took it around, and all these people were like, fuck yeah, we'll do this. Yep. The treaty had three articles that the queen or king of Great Britain has the right to rule over New Zealand. Sounds shitty. That Maori chiefs Lame. would keep their land and their chieftainships and would agree to sell their land only to British monarch. Right. Uh -huh. Sure they can keep it. Uh-huh. And that all Maori would have the same rights as British subjects. <laughs> sure that went well. I, I, I don't think that's how that worked. No, probably not. Yeah. The second and third articles have caused controversy. Through the years, mainly because of translation problems, <laughs> successive governments believed the treaty enabled complete sovereignty over Maori, their lands, and resources. No! Mm -hmm. Dicks! Yeah. But Maori believed that they were merely given, uh, giving permission for the British to use their land. Disputes over ownership followed um, involving a series, uh, or it followed involving a series of violent conflicts during the 19th century. These became known as the New Zealand Land Wars were concentrated around Northland and the southern part of the new or of the North Island during the 1840s and the central North Island in the 1860s. Both sides suffered losses, with the British crown the eventual victor. Shocker there. Yeah. Land confiscation and questionable land sale. You tired? A little bit. You sleepy over there? Yeah, I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine. I'm yeah. good. You good? You yeah. sure? Are you, are you? No, no. no. <laughs> do you wish you were? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> So land confiscation and questionable land sales carried on through the 20th century until the vast majority of land in New Zealand was owned by settlers and the crown. Fucking and Of course it was. Bunch of bastards. Yep. Following its signing, many of the, of the rights guaranteed to Maori in the Treaty of Waitangi were ignored. Ha ha. Huh. Yeah. To help rectify this, the Waitangi Tribunal was set up in 1975. Feels a little bit late. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It has ruled on a number of claims brought by Maori iwi, and in uh, many cases, compensation has been uh, granted. So that's, well, that's good. good. At least they're getting something. Yeah, they're getting something out of it. While disagreements over the terms of the treaty continue to this day, it is still considered New Zealand's founding document. I mean, kind of fucked up. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I feel like, you know, it's fucked up. 
Yeah, you gotta start somewhere, though. Unfortunately, that's where they had to start. I feel like that's kind of the case with a lot of fucking countries. I mean, dude, you go into it, just, you're just kind of like, all right, we need to fucking figure this out. Okay, well, let's do this and see if this works, and then you just gotta kind of go. I mean, that's why they ratify the Constitution all the time, because shit was good back then, but the shit don't mean anything now. Like, it's a completely different time, so what worked back then doesn't necessarily work now. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's... I think maybe if we went back in time and we know what we know now, do you think everyone would just fucking just go and just beat the shit out of the British? I don't think so. No? Because like- there's always going to be people on power, so you're going to side on the... You know what I mean? You're always going to end up... Yeah, I don't think so. Well, I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> maybe. There's going to be some people who would. Yeah. Just saying, I feel like, you know... Well, then I again, know, I, I guess see, not because... They're I mean, just like any other... They were yeah. just like any other fucking... Uh, like you had the Romans, you had all those like the big empires before that. Like everyone was trying to conquer, man. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, that's true. You're right. People still do it to this day, trying to conquer new lands, trying to get in, you know, scratch little parts of countries out, and there's always disputes over borders, and I mean that causes wars constantly. Yeah. So, yeah, land is a valuable thing, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm just smiling and nodding right now. That's cool, bro. The grounds and building where, <laughs> uh, where the treaty was signed have been preserved. That's Ooh. really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Today, the Watangi Historic Reserve is a popular <clears throat> tourist attraction. Here you can explore the museum, watch a cultural performance inside the carved Maori meeting house, and visit the Colonial Mission House. Historic flagstaff and a be- and beautiful Wakataha. Wakataua? That sounds right, right? Um, I'm lost. I don't know where the thing is. <laughs> I'm <just going> too far. <laughs> Where, where are we at? <laughs> Back up the ship. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. That was good. Wakatawa? Wakatawa. Taua. Taua? Taua. Wakatawa. Wakatawa. Wakatawa, motherfucker. <laughs> Throughout the 19th and much of the 20th century, the oh. homeland of Britain Very nice. had an enormous influence on New Zealand. Government administration, okay. education, and culture were largely like built on Canada. British models. Oh, yeah, very much like. Yeah. How come they don't speak Canadian over there? Where? New Zealand. Because they're not Canadian? Good point. New Zealand <laughs> troops fought and su- uh, suffered uh, severe casualties in the Boer War and the two world wars. Ugh. As Prime yeah. Minister Michael Savage said about England in uh, 1939, quote, where she goes, we go. Where she stands, we stand. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, absolutely. After, after World War II, cultural ties with Great Britain remained strong. However, successful or successive New Zealand governments saw the USA as their major ally and protector. Ha ha! America. New Zealand signed the joint uh, signed the joint um uh, S E A T O the CETO. South, the Southeast Asia Treaty Organization. Okay. And signed the <laughs> the ANZUS, which sounds like a sounds like a butthole. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like something bad happened in your butthole. You got a hammer on my ANZUS. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor, I got the ANZUS. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Should I call your wife? <laughs> no, she gave it to me. <laughs> anyway, it's the ANZUS, Australia, New Zealand, and United Straits. Uh, Straits. <laughs> United States Pact. New Zealand. You know what? That's a good group right there. What's that? United States, Australia, New Zealand. Yeah, I like that. You can fuck some shit up. I absolutely love that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Except, you know, there's a conspiracy that Australia doesn't exist, right? Yeah, that's the dumbest shit. Okay, I'm I've just throwing. I'm just letting fu- you know. No, I know. They also say, what's the state in, in the United States? Is Montana. It Montana. Yeah, it people are saying exist. Montana doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's got to be a joke. 
the I, Australia thing, whatever. But Montana is gonna be a, that's gotta be a joke. But how can you? Never mind. People I, are I dumb. I don't even want to get into it. Jesus, people. New Zealand troops also fought with U.S. forces during the Korean and Vietnam Wars. Oh, thanks, guys. We appreciate you. <clears throat> Sorry about Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> Not our bad, but our bad. <laughs> no, that was our bad. Yeah, that was our bad. Well, New Zealand is still heavily influenced by its colonial heritage. The country now has its own strong sense of identity. Hey, good, hey, good Fuck job. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. I appreciate you. While still a member of the British Commonwealth and maintaining close, friendly relations with the USA... Um, New Zealand now has a far more independent trading and foreign policy. Since the mid-1980s, New Zealand has been a nuclear-free zone. That's Woo. cool as shit. Good job, guys. With its armed forces primarily focused on peacekeeping in the Pacif uh, Pacific. <laughs> in the Pacific. <laughs> peacekeeping in the Pacific. <laughs> peacekeeping in the Pacific region. This history of the country was taken directly from NewZealand.com. Thank you very much. Yeah, so if there's something wrong there, don't blame us. Blame the blame internet. Blame the internet. That's right. And NewZealand.com. That's right. Your own country's fucking you. That's right. Now, obviously, the word fucked up. Those are my, that's me. Yeah. Just tell them to put some freaking, like, you know, some sort of uh, pronunciations next to them next time. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, you know, yeah. most people aren't dumb. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it was uh, the best summation about uh, without getting too overblown that we could find. So now with that history of the country down, let's get into some creepiness. Yeah, that's that was a good history. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. I didn't, I knew nothing about that. I honestly didn't know anything either, so it's cool. They are. Yeah. That's why we anything. like doing these, because we, yeah. we get to find out. We learn out shit. Yeah. And in turn... You guys learn shit. That's right. We're all a little bit smarter than when we started. Thank God. Some of us could use it. And then a couple hours later, the drinking and weed makes us dumber than... <laughs> takes us right back to where we were. I don't have a idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I, don't, I don't... What'd you say? Exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Shh. I want to say something. Shh. <laughs> Did you see my keys? <laughs> All right, first up, let's talk about a ghost town. I like ghost towns. This town is coming like a ghost town. <laughs> Do you know that song? Oh, okay. Song. You all right? I just almost spit my beer out. Yeah. I don't, you've never really crooned to me before. <laughs> that, was, that was the first time. I mean, if you consider that crooning. It was like direct eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> I was, looking, I was looking into your soul. Dude, 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 I just about fucking died right there. <laughs> oh, song, my God. Man. Who is it? It's the spe specials. It's like, yeah, specials? Specials? I think. I don't know. It's an old Scott band. Oh, I know the band. Yeah. I just it's in uh, yeah, Shaun of the Dead. I'm sorry, what? Shaun of the Dead. It's <laughs> yes. the song of the, like, the beginning. Oh, okay. It's got the organ that kicks yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Ghost Awesome. Time. Love that fucking movie. So now, Farmland and Bush. <laughs> Tango again. The bush has returned. Really? Bush is back again. Can't get away from the bush. Can't get away from the bush. Uh, Tango Rakau. Oh, Tango. I feel like that's. I feel. Like, I feel like that's completely Tango wrong. Tango Rakau. Tango Rakau. That's what I would say. Okay. Once was a thriving community. Make it right though. No, that we're wrong. <laughs> it was a thriving community of twelve hundred people. Oh. It's a tiny dot on the map, ninety minutes drive from both Stratford and. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Uh, ta, tama, tamarooni? Tamarunui. Tamarun, that's what I said. Okay. Close. So remote that it isn't even on the forgotten highway. 
So there's a Forgotten World Highway that Ooh. seems like it goes up there and hits all kinds of cool shit. Really? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'd love to. I've always wanted to go to New Zealand. Yeah, that'd be it looks badass. beautiful. Yeah. It's like it's like the less dangerous <clears throat> Australia. Yeah, I think it's prettier than Australia, from what I can tell. Yeah, it's like well, because Australia is mostly like desert, right? Mostly. Mostly, other than like certain parts. A lot of, of bush. So. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of too. bush. A lot of bush out there. <laughs> too. A lot of. Yeah, you guys got a big bush out there. Yeah. New Zealand's got a little bush. Yeah, a little bush. It's 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 more uh, like tropical though, right? And doesn't they have more of like a tropical vibe there? Yeah. I, think I don't know. I'm an idiot. More bushy, no less deserty. Yeah. Less. De- <laughs> more, so mount- more mountainous. It's a more bushy, less deserty, <laughs> less dangerous Australia. At least that's what I gather. Okay. I don't know. I could be wrong. <laughs> right now, Australia and New Zealand up. listeners are going, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's just like, well, I'm turning this one off. Yeah. So you must turn off State Highway 43 and drive six kilometers into bush <laughs> and rugged farmland to reach all that's left of it, which is almost nothing. There's a campground with cabins and provision for motorhomes, a working farm, the heavily rainforest banks um, of the... See, rainforest. There yeah, you go. yeah, it's got to be more of a tropical. tropical. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, I'm not as dumb as I look. <laughs> Thank God for that. I know, right? I'd be like, da-da-da. <laughs> anyway. Which way uh, did he go, George? Which way did he go? I will love him <laughs> and squeeze him. <laughs> Naughty. <laughs> Naughty. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry Ooh. shit drink up so anyway the uh the heavily rainforest <laughs> banks of the tangarakau river and yeah. uh surrounding hills to explore and plenty of outdoor activities fossil Ooh. collecting kayaking Ooh. uh hunting the name which translates as to fell trees seems appropriate for there's nothing but paddocks where a community of 1200 tunnelers and railway workers once thrived oh okay what's a paddock Mm, a building is that what it is yeah for some reason hammock comes into my head when i hear it yeah you just pull it there's just a bunch of empty hammocks you know what i mean it's a ghost town of hammocks <laughs> you know what i mean oh wouldn't it be creepy it'd be the most peaceful ghost town ever I mean, would it though yeah you just pull so, up and man. all these hammocks are just swinging yeah, I'd be like, man, what's that for a nap again? <laughs> <laughs> this town is perfect. Dude, hammocks are the shit. I do like a good hammock. Anyway, there's your paddocks, whatever. So, uh, Tangaroo Cow was the epicenter of an epic construction job accomplished with picks, shovels, and dynamite, a project which is said would have cost $9 billion in today's money. Holy Ooh, shit. That's, uh, that's a bit. It's a lot. A little bit. Construction of the Stratford Oka, uh, Oku, uh, yeah. Okahukura, okay. Okahukura, <laughs> Okahukura railway line began from right. Stratford in 1901 and took more than three decades to complete. True. The link was mothballed in 2009. Mothballed? Yeah, like put aside, shelved, mothballed. I don't. I've never heard that. That's because when before. you put like when you put clothes away, you put mothballs in them. To keep all the fucking No, I, I understand the analogy, Mothballed. but I've never heard that analogy before. I've never heard anyone use that in that context before. Uh, yeah. I swear to God, my grandmother used to use mothballs, and now that I smell them, I, I just it makes me miss my childhood. Yeah, mothballs. Yeah. Uh, which just probably explains a lot, because aren't they poisonous? Probably. <laughs> I will love him. <laughs> I used to eat them. I thought they were mints. I don't know. But... Yeah, they had a weird taste. You know what I mean? I went down with the Coke. So... Anyway, it was mothballed in 2009, though you can still ride over it in tourist rail carts. That'd be fun as fuck, probably. Yeah, that would be cool. I think they should make you do those fucking... The pump ones? Yeah, the push. (laughs) This fucking 
fucking sucks. <laughs> For most of its life, this railway thrived with goods, trains carrying coal, stock and wool, and passenger rail cars traveling both ways every day. His teeth were made of wool. <laughs> 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 what, the, what the fuck was that? Big Daddy. Oh yeah. His teeth. Yes, his teeth were made of wool. Uh, that's a D. Uh, so I get D's and L's mixed up. <laughs> I almost shot it out again. <laughs> Shit. I'm gonna get you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that was rough. I'm gonna get you. So one feature of visiting Atangarukau on the rail carts is that the railway ballast on this part of the track is full of fossils. Oh. For about 10 years during the height of construction, Tangarukau boasted a drapery store, hairdresser, and tobacconist. That, that's awesome. Yeah. Tobacconist. It's a good. That'd be, that'd be a good. Like, what do you do? Oh, I'm a tobacconist. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> well, what's that I do like? declare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. A boot shop. Uh, tea rooms, confectioner, and fruitier. <laughs> fruiterer. Is it fruiterer? Where is that? Fruiterer. A fruiterer. A fruiterer. Okay. Social room. The, the words back then, dude, like, it. they basically took Why whatever. Why would it just be a fruiter? Why is it a fruiterer? <laughs> it's a fruiterer. Because maybe you sold fruit. Right? Wouldn't you sell fruiters if you were a fruiterer? <laughs> what? Yeah, I guess that does make sense because you sell confections if you're a confectioner. Right. So if you were a fruiterer, you would sell fruiters. Hairdressers. Uh. <laughs> Good God. How come they're not called tobacconers? I don't know. Yeah. Well, see? Just saying. tobacconist sounds better than it tobacconer. Sound awesome. Tobacconist. But tobacconist. It's like a really bad horror movie. <laughs> Coming this fall. In a world. <laughs> In a world of, <laughs> of no tobacco. <laughs> In 2037 world, tobacco has been outlawed one man dare stand against the they call him the tobacconist joaquin phoenix is the tobacconist i feel like it'd be vin diesel yeah in that movie it'd have to be or keanu reeves oh yeah keanu, keanu would kill it though i like keanu he's awesome so anyway also social rooms post office Jesus. savings bank police station a boarding house resident doctor and dispensary wow Ooh. a dispensary that kind of dispensary i don't know formed by a cooperative tangaroo cow medical association oh very nice mm. a maternity home cinema and social hall lending library and reading room a well-equipped school recreation ground and tennis court Wow. Got a lot of shit going on. Sounds like a good place to be. I know. It sounds fun. Yeah. The streets were lit by a power station provided by the Public Works Department. Oh, very nice. According to Taranaki's Ghost Town by Derek Morris, men who built the Stratford Okahukura railway line earned only a few pounds a week, but everyone gave a day's wages to the victims. A few pounds a week after a year, man, you're pretty fat. Yeah, you got to be pretty big. Putting on... Yeah. A couple pounds a day or a week. That's like 100 pounds a year, dude. Maybe that's what happened to him. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. So they uh, actually gave um, their day's wages to the victims of the 1931 Hawks Bay earthquake. (laughs) Damn it. After the line was completed in 1932, the workers drifted away and most buildings were dismantled and removed. During the 1960s, the population dwindled to eight. Okay. <laughs> just just eight people said, nah. I'm not fucking going. Yeah, they're like, dude, you see all these hammocks? I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. This place is sweet. Look, dude, my hammock is still here. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm it's good. It's the green one over there. Yeah, yeah. See that? It's not even frayed. There's no holes in it. 
I'm not fucking leaving. I just got that bitch. I'm not leaving. It's too hard to break down. <laughs> I just signed a lease on that hammock, and I'm not fucking going anywhere. <laughs> so, it's so difficult to put away. I don't want to do it. So now only Bushlands Holiday Park remains. Oh, yeah. It's a campground. Yeah. Not far from the ghost town in the spectacular Tungarukao I hope gorge. I'm saying That's that right. That's a gorge. I, George. <laughs> gorge. I knew that word. I that's, fucked up on the first one. That's like the tour. That's like the tour guide. Tonga Rakao George. <laughs> it's oh. a gorge. Is the grave of pioneer surveyor Joshua Morgan, who died in 1893. Oh Morgan was an extraordinary man, the first European to cross the uh, Uruera Ranges. You re were you re were <laughs> we you we were what? Yeah, I think it's you're aware of. or it could yeah ur ur aware yeah, ur aware. <laughs> <laughs> this is so horrible. I'm sorry. Ur ur aware Yeah. Good God. <laughs> it almost sounds like someone with an impediment saying you're aware. You aware? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I think know. it's you're aware of. Yeah, I'm not aware. <laughs> and he was an eyewitness, uh, eyewitness to the 1886 Tarawera eruption. So there's Urawera and Tarawera. Um, he spoke fluent Maori and often used English and Maori interchangeably. That's kind of cool. Morgan fell ill while surveying the road linking Stratford and uh, Tomoru. Uh, it's like they're, they're all like the same word, but different. Uh, Tamarunu, uh, Tama, did we have this one already? <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. Hold on. I'm looking. Tamarunui. Tamarunui. I said it right. And did not survive to see the historic railway line through the completion. Oh, that sucks. Morgan's tomb has become a place for travelers to pause and reflect on those who built the Stratford Okahukura rail, uh, railway line. There's not a ton of sightings from this place, but there are a few ghost stories. Ooh. Some have stated that they've seen apparitions wandering the ground. Okay. And there are reports of strange noises in the area as well. Oh, my. Some campers at the campground have reported yeah. creepy things happening while they've stayed there, like creepy. including creepy odd good. noises. Creepy's good. And something messing with their tents or RVs. Oh, my. Wildlife or spirits of the tallest workers. The tallest workers? <laughs> the tallest workers. The tallest workers that died working only, hard. Yeah, only the tall ones. <laughs> the tall ones always come back. <laughs> the tallest workers you know if you just fucking read this shit no one would even notice yeah be, but i'm thinking in my be, head like that doesn't make any fucking sense if you just rolled through it there'd be somebody just like oh the tallest hey what well whatever okay <laughs> just saying so who is it who, who could be possibly fucking with i don't know uh, so i was reading a couple of things like uh a lot of people say that the uh, the area itself is just really creepy I mean, most ghost towns are, and a lot of the fact that a lot of it's just kind of like ruins. There's not much left, except all those. You hammocks. get like that weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you get like that weird feeling. People say they uh, they see hammocks blowing by themselves, even though that there's no wind or anything. The hammocks just kind of floating around, right? right. And uh, no, but I guess a lot of people like hear shit and kind of like see kind of random things in in within the ruins. Yeah, but I feel like when you go to a place like that, you kind of you you, you probably you, psych yourself up yeah, a little exactly. bit. Exactly, your but, senses um, are a little heightened. I mean, it's, people say that it's creepy. It's not. It's not. It's one of those ones that I read about. At, um <clears throat> it wasn't like on a on a lot of the lists of like most haunted, but it was definitely on some lists of like creepy places. Awesome. And I did happen to find just like a couple of little like yeah, we saw this or we heard weird shit when we were camping, and so it seems like you know I don't know I don't know. 
the history of the, it sounds the place cool sounds awesome it, as shit. There's some pictures and stuff like that that we can find and put online. But uh, yeah, it's, it, yeah, we'll it, yeah. We'll I thought do it was that. a cool spot. So yeah, I like ghost towns. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So we started out light to wet your whistles. Wet your wet, whistle. Wet your whistles. So let's get into more whistle. Even whistle. creepier. Creepier. Uh, uh. More, more creepier. And if us burping into the microphone, if that upsets anybody out there, please let us know, because we'll yeah. not stop doing it. But at least <laughs> yeah. we'll know. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we head to Auckland. Auckland. Yes, there we find the you you well me you 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 well me cottage, right? Right? Sure. You well me cottage. Uh, sounds good. Which you well me. 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 <laughs> no, you well me. <sighs> Cottage. Which, from what we can tell, is considered one of the most haunted places in the area. All right. That's what they say. Built in the 1860s, this charming cottage in Parnell. It's charming. Was once home to, you ever remember those shows back in the day where they would come in and show the house, the, the TV show on Sundays, and they'd show all the houses? Like for sale and yeah. shit like that? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, yeah. this charming one-bedroom <laughs> apartment. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm not pretty a, not sure. Us. Well, no, we're not. We're <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking awful. Yeah. I will never. I, I can pretty much guarantee you that no place I will ever live will ever be described as charming. No? No. Why not? I think it's all about the, the eye of the beholder, I think. Yeah, and I'm I, pretty sure that no one will behold a charming place <laughs> that I live. <laughs> Why are there rocks and hammocks everywhere? <laughs> 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 so this cottage in Parnell was once home to Reverend Lush and his wife. Oh, it also nice. functioned as a bolt hole. I don't uh, know. I don't know what that is. A bolt? What the hell is a bolt hole? I don't know. I didn't do a lot of research on this stuff. <laughs> <clears throat> there's a lot of stuff in like no lie. Like I was doing this. I'm like, all right, there's a there's a lot of things in here. And then I'm like reading all this stuff. I'm like, bolt hole. I don't know what that is. I should probably yeah, fuck it. Uh it's a remote mountain village. And uh, it's like a it's like a little remote like spot. an outpost or something. Uh, yeah, for refugees during war and stuff. <clears throat> oh, all right. Well, yeah. that makes sense then. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense that way. Oh, I can see where you highlighted it on here. Yeah. It's coming up in my notes. That's pretty fancy. During times <laughs> of tribal conflict in Howick, where Reverend Lush preached. So, in other words, they would hold up there and hope that shit blew over. This house was yeah. uh, has remained largely intact and virtually unchanged in the years since th when it was built. So that's kind of cool. It is a glimpse into what life in New Zealand used to be like. It is also rumored to be haunted by the spirits of women and children. Oh, my. And in particular, by the spirits of a young girl. Ooh. We found a description of a paranormal investigation done at the house, and we're going to share some of those findings. Oh, very nice. Rather high EMF levels were detected in a few places within the house. They do disclose <laughs> that some of these reasons were uh, due to wiring in those areas, which yeah. happens a lot. So it was cool. They uh, <clears throat> they did they did that. They uh, there was a couple spots in there they were talking about. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Beer. And uh, they definitely went in there to debunk. Um, so there was like they found a couple of spots with like super high AMF readings, and they found out that there was like like the one was on the floor, but they couldn't get to it. But they noticed that at some point um, the floorboards had been like nailed down. Like re-nailed down, so they okay. were like, okay. So they went under the house to that spot and found out that somebody had gone in there and like there was like a big junction of where all the wiring came together. So the EMF reading that they were like, ooh, like people would look at that and be like, oh fuck, that's that's something. 
but it was actually just interference from right just yeah. high electrical current so they definitely they that. went in there to like debunk and, and see what they could do so it was cool i, I always liked it when when people put stuff like that in it gives me a little more like credence to what they're saying right that's 100 percent for sure as opposed to if they're willing to oh my god yeah if they're willing yeah. to admit like well we found this but you know. right so upstairs a couple of the more sensitive members felt rather uneasy and could feel quote something in the child's bedroom area one of the sensitives during an EVP session picked up that the toy doll sitting on a small chair in the child's room was lovingly named Georgina. One photograph taken outside the house standing on the veranda aimed at a glass window seemed to show a rather eerie face looking back at the camera through the glass. Oh, that's kind of fucked up. I saw the picture. Does it look anything like <clears throat> that? You can kind of make out a like a weird looking little face. Okay. But this is another one that they went back uh, again. They went back a second time. Took a picture from the same spot, whatever, and tried to debunk it. And uh, they can't say for certain, but they said if it wasn't a face, I guess the window pane, the glass had like some bubbling on it. And they said that it could be because of that. But you can kind of see a face in there, and it is pretty creepy looking. Yeah, I mean, but you can actually like identify like a face. Yeah, but I mean, you know, whatever. It's, what is that? Where it's called? Where we look for humans are basically recognize faces on things. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it could have. They're saying it could have been like the the pane of glass could have been the way the light was coming through it. It could right. have been the bubbling in the glass. And if something. you were to point at it and go, yeah, right there's the face, then all of a sudden you're going to see. A then face. you're going to see the face. Right, right, right. right. Also, upon reviewing photographs. They noticed a couple of rather odd-shaped shadows which appeared on the wall in the study. Uh-huh. These shadows yeah, did not appear yeah. in other photos taken of the same spot. Mm, shadow people, maybe? Well, read on. They managed to debunk one of the shadow photos, but the other one could not be replicated or explained. Yeah, so uh, this is another one. Basically, the first picture with the shadow... They were able to replicate, and they realized that it was actually just a shadow of the photographer. Um, and then the second one, they said that the shadow, when that when that picture was taken, they weren't using a flash, <clears throat> and they tried to replicate. Replicate. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> welcome to words. That was my impression of John. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> they tried to replicate that one, and they said that the only possible way that they even came close, they couldn't get the same shadow, but the only way they came close was like the dude who was taking the picture had to stand like with his arm behind his back, like stretched out all weird and shit, and it still wasn't quite the same. Well, that's kind of so crazy. they had no way to replicate that picture given the circumstance that that's they had. Ca- that's kind of cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. So two members recall doing an EVP session. One of the members had brought along a balancing bird toy as a trigger object. Ba- I, I feel like it's one of those ones that maybe dips, Dark Man? dips up and down. Yeah. From Dark Man? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I yeah, want one of those. That that movie's so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. It's crazy to me. Just total side note here. If you haven't seen Dark Man, Jesus, please go watch it's that movie. Sam Raimi. Um, but it's crazy to me that it's, um, what's his name? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, yeah. And it's like one of his first movies. Yeah, yeah. It was and early. it's a total just a weird ass movie for, good, for someone it's like so him good, now so you know you look at him now even though he's done that same fucking taken movie like 18 times now i know who you are the gray was good though yeah that's the one with the wolves right yeah yeah it was cool yeah it was cool good movie anyway sorry so uh they brought this uh you know bird toy or whatever and it balanced nearby to where they were sitting and started the session during the evp session they noticed that the bird was moving unfortunately a video camera wasn't on it at the time However, upon reviewing the recorded EVP session from that room, a sound is heard, and immediately I assume that was like a clicking, like like a tapping or something. I'm just going, 
Is that I mean, what that's it what says? it says, yeah. It says either that or it's K K K K K K K. That's what it sounded like, literally. In the background. K K K K K K. And immediately after they are uh, they are heard, then <clears throat> sounding excited about the bird moving. Okay, so they heard the noises. So they didn't have it on video, but they heard it happening. There's recordings of it happening, like audio wise. And one of the sensitives felt that there was something a male sensitives in the down. I like how they call them sensitives. Sensitive. He's downstairs like, I just don't want to. <laughs> Feel a presence. <laughs> I don't like it. Do you guys feel that? <laughs> I love the notebook. <laughs> anyway, they felt a male <laughs> presence in the downstairs office. She also felt very sad in the upstairs children's room and thought that maybe there was a little girl up there. Oh. The name Isabella came up. Okay. Outside of this, they found stories of many people seeing the ghost of a young girl by the oak tree in the garden. This is a very common sighting. A further resident had claimed that people have seen a cat running down the hallway and disappearing in the wall. <laughs> that would fucking freak me or out. Or it was dude. just a stupid cat that ran into the wall. <laughs> but <laughs> just... just <laughs> <laughs> But can you imagine, like, disappearing into the wall? <laughs> hey, KK. Oh, <laughs> Dude, I'd be gone. What the fuck happened? I would be, I'd be more freaked out by that than if I saw, like, a little girl disappear into a wall. Yeah, probably. Because I'd be like, eh, that's just my what mind. What the fuck? Exactly. Yeah. Another visitor claimed they heard whispers. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, baby. Hey, hey, do you guys, hold on, do you guys, do you guys hear that? I heard something. Hey. There it is again. Hey baby, it's, it sounds like sounds like someone saying "Hey baby," did you guys hear that? Here. <laughs> <laughs> so when they were upstairs, they heard these whispers oh, in the house, which is also where the paranormal investigators claimed it seemed most likely that there was activity. Yes. So you're just walking around, and all of a sudden your meter's going crazy, and you hear. Hey baby. <laughs> <laughs> that would freak me out i'm not gonna lie oh yeah dude. I, that would freak me out yeah it's creepy like okay hypothetically Maybe. hypothetically you're on a ghost hunt which we're going to be oh, on october 30th oh, oh, right patreon producer that's right you're gonna get a special i got it set up already so if Do you're you? a patreon producer yeah we're gonna be able to live stream that Fuck bitch. yeah yeah it's gonna be awesome um <clears throat> so we're going on a, the ghost hunt so if we're yeah. out there yeah would it make which is more terrifying to you Walking through and hearing like, you're going to die behind yeah. you. Yeah. Or, hey, <laughs> hey, baby. I'd probably fucking just start laughing my ass. <laughs> like, if it was like a legitimate, like, it wasn't you guys. Like, I was by myself in a room. Right. And I fucking heard that. Like, hey, hey, baby. Right. I'd be like, what the? F okay. What? What? So now. And I'd probably start laughing at it. The difference between, you're going to die. And, Got some weed. <laughs> you know what I mean? It changes things a little bit, right? No, absolutely. Would it freak you it out? Depends on what it's whispering. Any difference? Yeah, it depends on what it's different. Even though you're there by your. If it offered me weed, I'd be like, dude, what? Kind of, kind of ghost hunt is this? You holding? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I like context. No, absolutely. You know what I mean? Because if I'm like, walking what if, around, what if you were walking around and it was just like, hey, you look wonderful today. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, right. It's not creepy. As opposed to walking around and then all of a sudden you hear <laughs> ghost fart. <laughs> Can you you hear that and then just like, excuse me. 
<laughs> at least it's polite. <laughs> it probably smell like just oh, fucking death. Oh, just horrible. Oh my God. Yeah. Like fucking sulfur. <laughs> All right. So nothing like a good old haunted house, right? Yeah, it's a good one. That's pretty cool. cool. I like yeah, yeah. that. Next cool up, place. one of our standby sites, an old yeah. railway tunnel, baby. Oh, 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 oh. The gotta have a tunnel. We love tunnel and bridges. Do we have bridges in this one? I looked. I didn't find any. No bridges. I totally looked for Damn a haunted it. bridge. I didn't see any. If you're listening and you're from New Zealand and you know of a haunted bridge, let us know. Please let us know. Yeah, we, we want to find out. Yeah. So the Otira Tunnel, to be exact. I did find here, a tunnel though. The Otira Tunnel is a railroad. Rail. rail <laughs> it's a railroad tunnel. <laughs> is a railway tunnel on the Midland Line in the South Island of New Zealand between Otira and Arthur's Pass. It runs under the Southern Alps from Arthur's uh, Pass to Otira, a length of over 8.5 kilometers or 5.3 miles. For the two countries in the world that don't use kilometers. Yeah, I know, it's so stupid. <laughs> the opening of the 8.5 kilometer Otira tunnel completed the long plan uh, Transalpine. It's a long fucking tunnel. Yeah, that's that's big. It's, it's big. <laughs> that's big. <laughs> It's a huge tunnel. <laughs> That's a huge bitch. <laughs> Drink up. So anyway, the uh, they did it between uh, Christchurch and Greymouth. I'm going to say it's Greymouth. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. At the time, it was the longest tunnel outside the Alps and the seventh longest in the world. That's awesome. Oh, that's badass. Be uh, proud of that, motherfucker. Fuck yeah, dude. Work had begun on the Midland Line 36 years earlier, but the private developer's grand plan soon came unstuck. The government's public works department took over in 1895, and the West Coast section reached Otira by 1900. Tenders for a long tunnel through the... What? Tenders for a long tunnel? Tenders. I, I assume it's just like plans. Hmm. Okay. Plans for a long tunnel through the Southern Alps to Arthur's Pass. 737 meters above sea level were called in 1907. I mean, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, um, a stupid question. All right. And no, it said railway tunnel, right? Mm hmm. Okay. Never mind. Sorry. Then I redact my question. It's probably a good thing. Yeah. Contractors J.H. McLean and Sons began work the following year, but the project was plagued by engineering problems, extreme weather, and labor shortages, forcing the PWD to step in again. When the two ends of the tunnel were joined in 1918, the surveyor's center lines were less than 30 millimeters apart. Impressive accuracy for the era. That is crazy. <clears throat> so yeah, we talked about this in one another episode with the tunnel. Like how was that West Virginia? Maybe. No, no, no. It was a while ago. It was one of the early ones. Okay. <clears throat> but like how they fucking uh it might have been the uh that Husak tunnel. We did that one a while ago. Husak? Yeah. Husak. Not mine. Not my sack. No. Okay. Um but like they did that shit back in the day with just like old school fucking surveying tools. Right. Right. And they started on either end of the fucking mountain and they're like, meet you in the middle. And then like they get there and their fucking center lines are that far apart, dude. They were that fucking 30 accurate, millimeters, dude. dude. Like that's, that's gotta be, that's like, that's like this, right? Oh, well, we're American. So who knows? It's <laughs> that sounds huge. 30. Holy shit. That's a lot. 30 millimeters what the fuck were they doing god got, damn wait is that that new gun coming out next month because i'm about to buy that 30 millimeter that sounds amazing so that is approximately oh jesus christ dude one it was about an inch so within an inch of each other their center lines were within an inch of each other holy shit five mile long tunnel their center lines were within an inch of each other that is badass yeah it's fucking amazing and you're talking in 1918 yeah. yeah holy shit Due to the tunnel's length and steep gradient, electric lo locomotives, God, locomotives were used to haul trains through it until 1997. So Come that damn thing was... Come on, ride a train. 
Oh, great. Now I got to continue it. If you feel like <laughs> dancing, come on. All right. Thank you. You had to stop me somehow. As with all of the other <laughs> rail tunnels we've covered, this one has had its share of deaths and accidents associated with it. Well, yeah, I mean, when you're fucking drilling through a goddamn mountain, things are going to happen. Yeah, especially back then. Because you know what's, you know. <laughs> Safety wasn't of the utmost issue you, there, you know. You know what nature never intended? For you to drill through a fucking mountain. <laughs> it's, it's one and of those things. If it was supposed to be there, it'd be there. Exactly. <laughs> the onboard commentary <laughs> tells of a ghost who is sometimes seen on the old coach road. Apparently, the male ghost walks with his swag along the road <laughs> with his swag. He's yeah. got a big bag of just shit. Just shit. Along the swag. road beside the tracks. It is considered that the man was a Scotsman. It's a Scotsman who was one of the workers killed during the construction of the 8.5-kilometer Otira Tunnel. Oh. He is always seen traveling east on the old coach road and is thought to be trying to get to Littleton so he can catch a ship home. Oh. Many people have claimed to see this ghost also in various other spots along the railway. It's kind of cool. It's sad, though. I mean, it is sad. He's trying to get home, bro. Yeah. Trying to get back to Scotland. <laughs> I've got to get back. He misses his haggis. <laughs> Ugh. Does anyone miss haggis? I've never had haggis. It's I don't think I have either, so I guess I, I can't really. I, you, you have to try it, but it sounds horrible. Oh well, yeah. When you tell you, because isn't you it have... just like pork and beef in a sheep's stomach or sheep's bladder, something like that? Ugh. And again, here we are bashing. <laughs> Not bashing it. Yeah, I guess we. I would try, try it. it. I would definitely try it. Someone give us a recipe for haggis. I'll make some fucking haggis. I know we've got some listeners out there that, that know. That could be okay. your special this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Come to Aces Depot. We've got fresh haggis. <laughs> Dude, you wanted a slow weekend. There you go. <laughs> ah, I'm sorry. The only thing we got is haggis. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, what the fuck is that? We sold out everything else. Yeah. Can I get some wings? <laughs> no, but we've got haggis. <laughs> so next up, how about a psychiatric hospital? You know what? Why not? Yeah. King Seat Hospital was a psychiatric hospital that is considered to be one of New Zealand's notorious haunted locations with hundreds of claims of apparitions being reported as of 2011. The construction of King Seat Hospital began in 1929 when 20 patients from a nearby mental institution came to the site along with 12 wheelbarrows and 10 shovels. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. So they just showed up. Start shoveling, bitch. Again, with they, the, didn't, they didn't even have enough shovels for everybody. <laughs> One was a supervisor. That's all. Yeah, but they had 20 people and 10 shovels. <laughs> they shared shovels. They did have 12 wheelbarrows, though. Yeah. So they had one guy on a shovel, one guy on a wheelbarrow. Yeah, exactly. And then they had two extra wheelbarrows. Right. Just in case one broke. In case one broke. Right. They didn't so have any extra shovels, though. It makes sense. King Seed Hospital was named after a hospital in Aberdeenshire. And, uh, mm-hmm. Seems excessive. Yeah, Aberdeenshire, <laughs> Scotland, uh, following Dr. Gray, the director general of the mental health division of the health department at the time, returning from an overseas trip who felt yeah. it appropriate to have a sister hospital with the same name in New Zealand. Yeah, why not? Meh. Why not? Flower garden, sure shrubs, and trees. Place. Huh? I'm sure it was a lovely oh, place. Oh, it sounds gorgeous. Flower garden, shrubs, bushes, trees. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta throw the bushes in there. Yeah. We're grown in the grounds of King Seed Hospital using surplus plants from the uh, El- Ellerslie? Yeah. Ellerslie? Ellerslie. Eh. Okay, race course and Norfolk Island pine seeds from Sir George Gray's garden <clears throat> on 
Kowal Island. Kowal! <laughs> King Seed Hospital was in operation <laughs> from 1932. In 1939, the Public Works Department and Fletcher Construction Company, LTD, agreed on the construction of a two-story nurse's mm. home at King Seed Hospital All with right. the government to provide the steel for the building. Yeah, provide that steel. That's right. Woo. The hospital grew throughout the mid, uh, mid to late 1930s and 1940s to such an extent that by the beginning of 1947, there were over 800 patients. It's a lot of people. Yeah. In 1968, certain nurses at King Seat Hospital went on strike, which forced the administration. Oh, I think they're like certain nurses. <laughs> you know, certain nurses. You know, here. those nurses. Where you look over here, certain. Uh, <laughs> not naming any names. <laughs> but it rhymes with Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> so they went on strike, which forced the administration to invite unemployed people and volunteers to assist them uh, within the hospital grounds with domestic chores. In 1973, a therapeutic pool was opened by Ooh. the then mayoress of Auckland, Barbara Goodman. Ooh. Barbara. Barbara. We're, com we're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> we're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> Barbara Goodman. Four years before the main swimming pool was added to the hospital in 1977. Okay, that was 1973. Yeah, yeah. The site celebrated its 50th anniversary jubilee in 1982. There's not enough jubilees, dude. They had a fucking jubilee? There's not enough jubilees. When's the last time you were at a jubilee? Mm, it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We need to... I feel like there has to be jam, uh, banjos, right? At probably. A jubilee. Probably. Jugs. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Right? Washboards. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And a little girl that does nothing but dance the entire time. It's like tap dancing? Just tap dancing. <laughs> And a spoon guy. Yeah, oh yeah, spoons, yeah, oh yeah. spoons for sure. Yeah. And dude just playing drums like on a bucket. Yeah. We should totally have a Jubilee. Should we start a jug band? <laughs> Sounds like we just did. <laughs> During the 1970s and 1980s, there were many places attached to psychiatric hospitals in New Zealand where alcoholics were treated for their drinking addictions. Yikes. And Villas 4 and 11 at Kingseat Hospital served this purpose. In 1996, South Auckland uh, Health, South Auckland Health, sorry, sold Kingseed Hospital after uh, they uh, they sold the hospital after government decisions to replace ongoing hospitalization of mentally ill patients with community care and rehabilitation units. Yikes. Good, good for them. That's this good though. That's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're taking them out of like psych wards and putting them in like community centers and trying to rehab them instead of just being like, "You're crazy. Get the fuck away from us." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah, that's good. It's good. This led to the eventual closure of King Seat Hospital in July of 1999, when the final patients were relocated off the complex to a mental <clears throat> health unit in Otara. After the closure of King Seat Hospital in 1999, the grounds were initially considered as a potential site for a new prison able to accommodate 600 inmates. In 2000, legal action was taken against the uh, Tayanui. Ah, I feel like I got that. Tayanui yeah, tribe. Tayanui tribe. Yeah. For financial issues involving the former hospital. By 2004, more than 200 people had come forward to file complaints against the national government for claims of mistreatment and abuse of patients there at New Zealand's. Oh, yeah. There it is. At the psychiatric institutions, including King Seat Hospital. During the 1960s and 70s. Particularly. Particularly. <laughs> <laughs> Logan showed up the other day. Sorry, totally off. He, he came into work um, to the bar yesterday. And I'm in the kitchen back there or whatever. And he's like, yeah, supposedly whatever. And I went, and I was like, supposedly. 
And he goes, particularly. I'm like, I love how that's just become a thing now. So many of the complainants who at the time of the incidents were aged between 8 and 16 years old, yikes, mm-hmm. said that they were heavily over-medicated, unwillingly uh, subjected to electroshock uh, shock treatment, and placed in isolation for long periods of time, sometime for fucking months. Dude, like, all right, I'm just going to come out and say it. We, uh, you're, you're I would really love if somebody put me in isolation for a month. Just be like, you know what? Time out. Go be by yourself for a month. I'd be like, you know what? Thank you. Be like the best sleep of your life. Fucking A, man. The best rest. As long as, as long as I got my food and, and whatever, and as long as I had a place to shit, fuck it, dude. Leave me by myself for a month. I don't care. Yeah. I do don't that. care. I'd probably do that. I would love it. I say that now, but I'd probably go batshit crazy within like the first eight hours. I'm already no. batshit crazy. This is true. That's that's the difference. Where can I go from here? <laughs> okay, you've made your point. I, yes. you know, I just so a paranormal team found a diary that contained the following quote: "There was never enough hands to help the extremely handicapped eat. No medications to avoid being scratched or attacked nur- or, or attacked nurses or kitchen or laundry staff alike. If having to go past the residents to clean up or stop them attacking each other." Ugh. So basically, they were saying there wasn't enough medicine to like chill these fucking people out, or or staff, right? Yeah. Wow, that sucks. Quote: We could use the hours between meals to just clean up the dining rooms. I cried with relief to learn this hospital has closed. Oh my god, poor lady, former employee. Yeah. Also, the diary claimed more nurses died there than patients. Well, that's fucked. Yeah. Wow. One of the most prolific reports is of the gray nurse, believed to be the ghost of a former worker who died while the psychiatric hospital was still in operation. The property contains uh, abandoned nurses' quarters where the apparition is meant to have been spotted working in the shadows. That's creepy as shit. (laughs) No, I mean, just to think about that, like... more nurses than patients passed away in this fucking place. Uh, yeah. And yeah, there's yeah. still the nurses' quarters there. So they're, to me, <clears throat> yeah, there remnants. Could be something there, man. There's got to be some sort of. Like, even like just like a maybe, residual haunting. Maybe. Supposedly. Yeah, well, you know. The nurse, some people believe in that shit, yeah, and that's, then that's other true. people are idiots. <laughs> the nurse is just one of many <laughs> shadows spotted in the halls, a phenomenon which has been described as having always <laughs> existed. <laughs> phenomenon. <laughs> phenomenon. <laughs> Damn it! It has always been described as having always existed and feeding on negative energies and the emotions Ooh. of fear. That's Ooh. scary. It feeds off your fear. Yeah. So a- it's not one of the ones that goes... I like your shoes. No. No. Okay. This one says, hey, <laughs> eat your spleen. My. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it sounds like to me, right? Yeah, yeah. Here we have another paranormal team account. Oh, boy. Quote, the EMF meter suddenly went off. We started tracking the field and found we could actually gauge the shape and size of it. It was about the size of a football and was floating about a meter or so off the ground. <laughs> Yeah. What do you think that was? Yeah, right over there. Yeah, too tired. <laughs> Aren't you on vacation this week? I am. How are you that tired? Because my kids get up at fucking six thirty in the morning, regardless of whether I'm on vacation or not. Dude, one word. Benadryl. Yeah, well. I tried heroin. <laughs> I meant for them. Me too. <laughs> He's kidding. He's kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
It's fucking horrible. Now they just want more. Yeah. <laughs> See what you've done. I know. Look what you've done. So, quote, at one point, it was hovering around Kells, who was another team member, yes. uh, around their head for a couple of minutes before moving off. As I was measuring the field around Kell, I could feel an icy cold patch all around my hand holding the EMF meter. The team recorded several unusual incidents, including hearing the same or the name Steven very clearly when they used a spirit box to communicate hey. with ghosts. Steven. <laughs> hey, Steven. Huh? <laughs> you just hear... Huh? See, that would be fucked up if it was saying if like your name was Steven and like you have the spirit box on, you just hear like Steven. Steven. Yeah, but, but a, okay, again, we're talking differences here. If it just went, hey Steven, as opposed to Steven. But like the, you know what the spirit box is, right? Yeah. So it's like one of those things where like it's it a basically really badass band with a chick singer. I don't know anything about that. Uh, <laughs> they are the pretty badass. Anyway. So no, they. Uh, it's basically a little thing that basically plays white noise and it scans like uh, FM frequencies and shit like that for white noise. Yeah. And then you hear stuff come through on that. So like you hear like names, like you'll be like, just be like, <laughs> Steven. Yeah, so you hear like. No. No, not like that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? How does that even make sense to you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I, I guess it's all in context to me. You know what I mean? Like, I think it'd be creepy as fuck, though, if you're just, like, sitting there, you're like, oh, let's see if we can get anything on the old spirit box. <sighs> it's just like... <sighs> see, to me... John... <laughs> what? What? I hear you going, well, let's see if we got anything out of the spirit box. <laughs> oh, shit! Goddamn clown gets me every time. He jumps out. Hey, baby! <laughs> That's what we need. Yes! We need a midnight train, like, pop Jack up in the thing. box. Yeah. yeah. And when it pops up, yeah. it goes, hey, baby! Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, again, um, uh, they were saying a family living in one of the villas told the haunted Auckland team that spirits regularly showed themselves. Quote, they play with the kids. Sometimes <laughs> we see list them. What kind of those ghosts got on? <laughs> what? What kind of list those ghosts are on? They got to yeah. go door to door now? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Keep showing themselves. Dirty ghosts. Look <laughs> 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 at my ghost weenie. So they uh, quote, they play with the kids. Sometimes we see them, but they don't bother us at all. It's all good, the team were told. Oh, okay, I guess. But it shows the paranormal investigators of haunted Auckland supposedly communicating with a ghost named Alexis Jackson. Wow, this ghost has a last name? <laughs> yeah, Alexis Jackson. It's not Most often. famous ghost ever. <laughs> it's not often you hear that. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Sorry. Uh. Hey, uh, so Alexis Jackson was a nurse who continues to, quote, look after patients at the hospital. Oh. During a visit to a former nurse's ho a house, another team member claimed to feel dizzy and nauseous when she, st uh, when she touched a bathtub. Okay. Climbing All in, right. she sensed something terrible had happened. All right. Oh, what's See, going what had happened was... Quote, I closed my oh. eyes and saw a bit clearer a picture of a woman being pushed under the water, she said. Oh, no. I saw her arms and legs threshing in the bathtub. Ooh. I could see a hand and arm pushing her under the water, drowning her. Oh, man. That's fucked. It's brutal. That's, ooh, don't like that. That's what we call brutal. Yeah. 
Staff at Spookers, a haunted house attraction. What a corny name, though. I'm sorry. That's a just Where are you going tonight? Oh, I think we were going to head down to Spookers, see if we could find us some crazy, creepy stuff. Yeah, it sounds like a backwoods bar. So basically, yeah, it's just a creepy place. And then Spookers is like the haunted house yeah. company that I put it like the names. Spookers. Do better. It sounds like racist. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Doesn't it? Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, like, like I feel like, yeah, it yeah. sounds weird. It feels it just, weird. It just feels bad. I feel like someone's taking that the wrong way right, right. now. Right. <laughs> I am. I'm taking that the wrong way. Well, you're an idiot. Yeah, well, your fucking face sucks. How's that? Yeah, I, I mean. Okay. Continue. Glad we're on the same page. <laughs> so they're saying that, uh, you know, staff at Spookers have been creeped out by object manipulation and chili spots. And at the King Seat Villas, there's uh, been well, serious poltergeist what, activity. What are they eating chili in the fucking haunted house for? Do they have multiple spots where it's chili served? That's a, well, I feel like they're just dripping chili and there's chili spots. Oh, they're just fucking up the floor in the yeah, carpet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just dropping chili. <laughs> the ghost is just pissed off. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. So there's serious uh, poltergeist activity with reports of shaking cupboard doors. Oh. Tapping on windows. Tap, tap, tap. Self-operating toilets. Hey, I have one of those. <laughs> yeah, isn't that like a thing? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a good thing. And it says it's self-operating toilets and taps and moving furniture. Didn't it just say tapping? Anyway. Yeah, but that's have... on the windows. Oh, on a tap. Tap, tap. Give it a tap. A little tap, a tap, 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 <laughs> Voices have been heard, sulfur smelt, and shadowy figures seen. That was the ghost farts. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> You're going to want to move. <laughs> <laughs> TV show Ghost Hunt features footage of an unplugged dentist chair turning itself on and claims to have captured the shape of a ghost's face in a shower stall. You can find the footage of the dentist chair turning itself on as well. Really? <clears throat> yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think that? But I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't have time. All right, moving on. Cryptids, anyone? We like um, cryptids. Yeah. We like cryptics. How cryptics? about cryptics? Cryptids. Crypt kickers? Yeah, fucking... Shut your face. <laughs> how about the... Okay. Yeah, keep going, buddy. Mohau. The what now? Mohau. Mo, what now? Mohau. I'm thinking just... Well, I mean, if you look at it, it's just Mohau. <laughs> Mohau. <laughs> We're calling it Mohau. Mohau? Mo, Mohau. Mo, no, that that sounds like a Hawaiian island. I'm telling you, I think that's Mohau. It's not Mohau. Why, why would it not be Mohau? Because mo, M-O-E... It'd be, eh, if anything, like Moehau. How? <laughs> H-A-U is how, not who. What? Okay, Mohau. You feel better? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so Mohau, also known as... I feel attacked is what I feel right now. <laughs> Maero, uh, Matsu, Matau, or... Oh, shit. Look at this name. Yeah, what do you got there, buddy? Uh, Tuhorangi, Toangina, or Rapuai described by the Maori people of New Zealand as being, quote, terrible creatures, half man, half animal, with a very aggressive temperament. They were only too happy to, to massacre, it sounds like you, <laughs> to massacre and eat anyone that strayed into their domain. Early encounters often talk of these creatures exhibiting aggression and throwing rocks to frighten people off. It was these creatures. Classic Bigfoot behavior. Yeah. I know they're normally not like. They throw rocks. They don't try to massacre and eat anyone, do they? Well, not around here necessarily. <clears throat> But the throwing rocks to scare people—that's that's classic Bigfoot behavior. <laughs> Just you're walking by yourself and it. <laughs> what uh, the fuck? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hide behind a tree, like. 
<laughs> That'd be amazing. So early encounters off of these creatures exhibiting aggression and again throwing rocks to frighten people off. It was these creatures largely found in the Coromandel ranges that were thought to be responsible for the find of a headless, partially devoured body of a prospector in the Martha Mine region in 1882. Later, further up in the foothills, the corpse of a woman was found. It was discovered she had been dragged from the shack in which she lived while the remainder of her family were away and her neck had been snapped. Ugh. Snap your finger, snap your neck. Uh, good song, but It is a good song. Which version are you talking about? The only version I know. Wrong. Snap your finger, snap your neck. Okay. It's been remade. Has it? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I, I think Demon Hunter did it. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Whatever. On the topic of aggressive behavior, Tawanginas, 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 were greatly feared by the population of the lower uh, Wanganui River as they were said to viciously attack any fishermen who strayed into their territory. I really wish we had someone with like a fucking New Zealand accent to say these words right now. That'd be amazing. Wanganui. Yeah. Like, I would literally stop every time just for them to say just the words. Just have them say it, yeah. yeah. that'd be so good. Dude, I love, like, New Zealand's got a great accent. I love it. It's, it's, I actually uh, was a, uh, had a friend of mine. I haven't talked to her in years or whatever. She was from New Zealand. Her name is uh, Kirsty. Mm-hmm. And when she talked. No, it's you're, great. You're like. <laughs> it's so awesome, dude. Just say anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Just say it. Yeah. Yeah. So this vicious behavior, however, seems to have abated in more modern encounters as the beasts in more instances flee on sight of humans as opposed to just fucking throwing Run rocks. away! <laughs> Those are coconuts! So Rapawai are believed from legend to be able to crush any strong Maori warrior with oh ease employing their large powerful hands. They are said to be tool producing beasts. Oh shit. Oh. Using wood and stone the articles crafted okay. are said to resemble those produced by Homo erectus hominids. Homo erectus. Yeah. Wrecked him, damn near killed him. <laughs> the Rapawai are, I've actually heard of this one before, are mostly uh, believed to be an evolved orangutan and fled to these un uninhabited islands of Polynesia. Oh. Meanwhile, the Mohau or Mohu or Mo what? Fuck. Mohau are depicted as being as tall as a man, completely hair covered, and marginally ape like facial features. Okay. So it's me. Fucking you. Fucking Bigfoot. I'm marginally ape-like. <laughs> and you are pretty hairy. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> marginally. <laughs> the primary difference <laughs> from human appearance being the extremely that's, long fingers. So I'm going to describe myself. Marginally ape-like. Like, what do you look like? I'm marginally ape-like. <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. Yeah, it's great. It's great. What was that fucking joke uh, that... Logan told about the, the, the state with the state joke he said oh remember the holy never it doesn't matter whatever <laughs> he just told it not too long ago the Minnesota one Minnesota yeah, yeah. He, what is his, his marginally small sodas or something <laughs> like or pop or I forget marginally what the small soft drink yes that's it sorry so the primary Minnesota. difference from human appearance being the extremely long fingers tipped with sharp talons capable of tearing apart the toughest prey often described yeah. as manimals <laughs> It is possible that if these man beasts existed prehistorically, oh. they would have been more than capable of bringing down the largest of Moa Denornis. The large talons spoken of seem to designate this creature's predatory nature. However, 
Large talons are also found elsewhere in the, in the animal kingdom in animals that rip open rotten logs to acquire nourishment. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, you keep saying talons, and all I think of is fucking Napoleon Dynamite. He's like, do the chickens have large talons? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that part. Where I absolutely hate that movie. That's fine. I mean, with a passion. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know what part you're talking right. about. I tried to watch it, and I was just like, fine. this is fucking stupid. Continue. <laughs> Sorry, did I hurt your feelings? No, he did it all. He did it all. I get it. Trust me, I get it. <laughs> so... Considering the indigenous Maori used to eat large, nutritious hoo-hoo grubs, it is not impossible that this beast may also be insectivorous. <laughs> the hoo-hoo grub. You want to grab the hoo-hoo? <laughs> you think that's what they do? They just poke their heads out and go, <laughs> That's why they're called that? Be amazing. Fucking hoo hoo grubs right again. <laughs> Matau, uh, Mat Matau, Matau, Matau giants are described as being ape like, but three <laughs> meters tall. That's that's big. Nine feet. That's a big motherfucker. That is big. Yeah. The Rapawai are gigantic, slow, clumsy creatures that are of strong muscular stature. <laughs> These creatures can be categorized as follows. Oh. Those that are the stature of an ordinary man. Yeah. The Moho or Mohau. And Ma Maero, and those that are of giant stature. The oh, Matau, the okay. Tuharangi, the Matau Giants, and the Rapawai. All right. Many areas of New Zealand are named for these great hairy man beasts. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> You're a great hairy man beast. <laughs> marginally. <laughs> marginally. You are a marginally ape like a great hairy man beast. <laughs> marginally. Mohau Mountain, where they are believed to reside. That's going to be the next shirt. Yeah. That's, that's all it's going to say on it. Yes. Marginally ape-like. Gi <laughs> giant man beast. Oh, no, great hairy man beast. Marginally ape-like great hairy man beast. Yes. That's our next that, shirt. That's right the there. next shirt for sure. I'll wear the fuck out of that. And it's going to be in like a just a lowercase weird font. <laughs> just just for no fucking reason. Like from here to here. Yeah. <laughs> Cover the whole shirt. Really big. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> So uh, that's where they are believed to reside, and people are cautioned against going up there oh. to such place. Okay. The Mohau are thought to populate both Mount Tong Tongariro and oh, Ruapahu. <laughs> Ru uh, Ruapahu. 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 Yeah. Ruapahu. They oh, my God. Look at this next one. Yeah. The Karangahake Gorge. Yeah, okay. Uh, Karamadil Ranges, Martha Mine uh, region. The Waikaramona in the Yorwera uh, Ranges. What the All these are all in the same row. Waikaramoana. 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 In the Uruwera. Yorwera Ranges. Yorwera. The Hefe River of the Northwest Nelson State Forest Park. That's probably the only one you missed, actually. That's the funny part. Which one? The Hefe. That you missed that. Wrong. That's the wrong one. That's probably the wrong You've one. You've been getting yeah. everything else right. You missed, <laughs> You're you missed right. Hefe. Uh, the Kayakura Mountains, the Hefe. Fjordland. They got a Fjordland? Fjordland National oh, Park. Oh, it's spelled differently. And there's no J, right? Do they have fucking fjords in, in New Zealand? I don't even know what the fuck a fjord is. Wait, actually, I'm lying. Uh, my dad had an F-150. What does that have to do with it? You said fjord, right? <laughs> yeah, like a fjord fiesta. <laughs> Ford, Fjord Mustang, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's... yeah. Oh, you're right then. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> and are believed to be very common in the Hosts Pass area, particularly around the Host River. The Matau, uh, Matau Giants inhabits Lake in central Otago. <laughs> this is fucking... I am so sorry, New Zealanders. <laughs> Jesus Christmas. Yeah, what do you got next? Uh, Toanginas. Toe <laughs> <laughs> got some of them Toanginas in there? See, here's my thing, though. To okay, toe so, so looking at this right now, it looks like Toanginas. Yeah, that's probably where I would But it's go probably with. like Toanginas. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, if you see that's if I knew where I, the right emphasis I told you on the right syllable was I, I told you before that I, I amused my wife by reading uh, Slovenian words um, phonetically. And it's the funniest fucking thing in the world because it's not even close. So when I read words like that, I read them phonetically. Right, and I know that they're not even it's close. It's not even close. Yeah. It sounds better when you read them phonetically. It's right. more funny that way. So the Toanginas are found in the lower reaches of the Waikato River. The Maro are encountered um, in bush country. <laughs> There's the bush again. Ew. Throughout both the North and South Islands. Rapawai are said to inhabit the Marlboro District and the it says distract. <laughs> it does. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> and the Milford Sounds area. There is further uh, another as yet unidentified type of man beast that lives in the Cameron Mountains in the southwest of the South Island. It's me. It's been it's been you the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. Footprints are, uh, in most instances, the main evidence of these creatures. In 1903, footprints larger than a man's were found in the Karangahake Gorge in Coromandel. In 1971, a trail of footprints similar to a man's, though extended in appearance, was located on snow-covered ground and led into a zone of bush. <laughs> on the... <laughs> what the fuck? On a hillside by a park ranger. 1983 was when a deer hunter chanced upon um, uh, man-like footprints that could have been no more than an hour old along a riverbank in the Heffy... I'm going to say Heffy. Heep, unless it's Heep. I think it's Heefy. Heep Hop. Keep up anonymous. Keep up anonymous. <laughs> you give them all the easy ones. Hefe? Is that right? Hefe. Hey, Hefe. The Hefe River area. In 1991, campers in the Cameron Mountains of the South Island elected to abandon their camp after finding unusually large man beast prints near where they <laughs> were camping. Using the word man beast. Man beast. It's a man beast. How do they not know that it's just like a dude with big ass feet? You know what I mean? What? Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Shaq's out there like, we're going to find me something. He's a fucking man beast. Anybody got some tacos? <laughs> I don't even know where he was just trying to 91, so that was, he was just trying to sell, remember his fucking sodas? Shaq oh, soda? Yeah. He's just trying to sell his sodas. Isn't he, doesn't he like do, is it Target now or Walmart? He's got stuff at. Who fucking knows? That dude's got shit. Yeah. He, he does the general fucking car insurance. and General car insurance. That's right. Yeah, fucking. Shaquille O'Neal. Dude, he was fucking rocking it back with uh, uh the foo schnickens oh yeah what's up doc can we yeah, rock yeah you remember that song fuck yeah i do i'm a hoopa hyper that's <laughs> <to> like hyper <laughs> fucking horrible so in 1970 another camp or a party of campers had to abandon their camp as a two meter tall man beast okay so, so that could be me six foot six feet yeah tall man beast assailed them screaming loudly oh and hurling rocks at the camp ah, <laughs> ah, like that literally could have just been like me <laughs> like just fucking like dude this could be hilarious watch this <laughs> just run it ah, out there yeah. 
just nothing but a sock in your dick. Just walk out there like, bah! Well, at least he covered that up. I don't know. That was weird. 1972, a hunter in the Coromandel Ranges watched a naked hairy man beast about two meters tall. It sounds like there's Again, just a naked it's dude. Me. Yeah, there's, there's just a, some naked hairy guy yeah, walking around. Just fucking out hanging out. Uh, worked its way through the scrub <clears throat> on the other side of a gully. Upon reaching the place the creature had been traversing, footprints were found. Well, no shit. Yeah, there was a naked dude hanging out. It's like a naked Indian dude from Wayne's World 2. <laughs> That's who it was. It's the guy on the couch. <laughs> naked Indian dude. Excellent butt. Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. <laughs> well. He was with Jim Morrison. We definitely know why you're going to New Fuck Zealand, right? Yeah, dude. I'm going to go check out the hairy man beast. Yes. And speaking of, next up are the Kayakura lights. Yeah. UFOs are whatever the lame explanation that the man gives us here. The now... The... Man. The man. Hang hang. Air quote. Yes. Man. Air quote. The now famous sightings began in the early hours of December 21st. Civil aviation officials later called in the Air Force due to the number and nature of the UFO reports. Ooh. Two safe air flights left Woodbourne abound for Christchurch and one sighted lights off the Clarence River just before 2 a.m. On the way back north, the crew were told Wellington radar was picking up returns from its transmissions in that area and the crew reported lights again at 4 a.m., making rectangular patterns. The second aircraft left Woodbourne at 3 a.m. and also checked out the radar observations without seeing anything near the river. But radar signals in Wellington appeared to show something tracking the Argosy. Is that the name of one of the, the shifts? shifts? Uh, Argosy. Yeah. Argosy. And at one point, the yeah, crew yeah. saw a bright orb pear-shaped with a reddish tinge which seemed to be stationary though the plane's own radar showed it tracking the aircraft that's kind of fucked up oh i think my, my argosy must be a type of aircraft oh okay because it's a, yeah on december 31st another argosy carrying a film crew saw a cluster of four or five lights near the kayakura peninsula and a pulsing white light while wellington radar had contacts about 21 kilometers ahead of them near the clarence river then there were the radar returns from behind the aircraft and a radar target where the crew saw a white light off the starboard side. Flying out of Christchurch after 2 a.m., the crew again saw a large white light, which they said aligned with a large radar target. The sightings were filmed by the professional news crew and uh, filming an item about the earlier uh, incident. In the two-centimeter-thick file... Is that right? Two-centimeter-thick file? Yeah. On the Kayakura sightings... Yeah. A report by Dr. Bruce Mac um, Maccabee? Maccabee? Maccabee, right? Maccabee. Yeah. For the New Zealand UFO Studies Center said the incidents were hard to explain, though, or through, quote, conventional phenomenon. Conventional phenomena, huh? Uh-huh. That sounds about right. What do you think? Yeah. Want to hear the explanation? Yeah, I want to hear what they say yeah. it is. Well, here you go. Yeah, let me hear it. Declassified New Zealand Defense Force files released yesterday show the RNZAF attributed to the sightings to freak propagation oh. of radio and light waves oh. an unusually bright venus and the lights of a squid fishing fleet cars and trains get the fuck out of here with that yeah that, none of that makes sense why why what so that's just like the perfect story <laughs> they're like well listen venus was really bright everything then, here you gotta understand see <laughs> here's what we're dealing with right you get first you get the free propagation of radio 
and light waves, okay? So imagine that. You're sitting there, and you got this freak propagation, right? And then... I'm following you. Okay, good, yeah, good. I, I got now, that. Now, yeah. stay with me. I'm here. Stay with me. I'm trying. Venus. Venus. Okay. Venus was unusually bright, is what that was. The, the planet. So the planet Venus okay. was unusually bright. Okay. So you have freak propagation. Right. Bright Venus. Right. And then get this. Okay. Get this. That's this not is, enough. This is a very important part that's not, of it. That's not enough? This is a very important part okay. of it. Okay. You it? have lights. Uh-huh. From a squid fishing fleet, okay? Okay. So you add that in. Wait, are, with, are they in the sky or in the water? Doesn't matter. The point is, it's a squid fishing fleet. Oh. Okay? And then you have the propagation. Okay. Then you have the Venus. Okay. Then you have the squid fishing fleet. Right. And. Oh, shit. Cars and trains. So. All, all, okay. So yeah. all of those so, together? Yes, absolutely. So what you have is. This once once the freak propagation starts, okay, right, and then Venus gets really bright, okay, okay, and then you have these people fishing for squid, right, and then cars and trains. So it just it, so like a big. Can I ask a question? Please, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, what is freak propagation? Well, it's freak propagation of light and radio waves. What does that mean? It's freak propagation. That's exactly what it means. My, my my brain hurts. Maybe you're not understanding me, okay? <laughs> Venus was bright. <laughs> That's exactly the conversation, too. You know damn well it was. Now, listen. <laughs> listen. Yeah. So, no, okay. But seriously, Venus, <laughs> and then I, I know you don't understand, but I'm trying to tell you, free propagation Venus, squid, <laughs> cars, and trains. You you can't get your brain around this. I understand. I understand. I, I get that you don't get it, but yeah. we get it, sounds, and that's what matters. Right. Sounds like a bunch of bullshit. Right. Yeah. You know, Venus. So we, <laughs> we'd be remiss if we left out a haunted hotel, of course. So we now take a trip to the Vulcan Hotel. Oh, that's awesome. Vulcan Hotel. It has nothing to do with... Uh, no. Star no. Trek? Nothing? No. Spock? Live long and prosper. No, no, none of that? Nope. Damn it. The Vulcan Damn it, Hotel. Jim. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. I'm at a hotel, not a motel. Damn it, Jim. I'm a doctor, not a pool man. <laughs> nice. That was a good one. Yeah. The Vulcan Hotel is a restored and reputedly haunted public house located... Reputedly. 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 It's a good word. Pew, pew. It's a good word. <laughs> reputedly. Reputedly. It's a haunted public house located on the main street of St. Bathens and uh, is the town's main tourist attraction. Originally Ooh. called the Ballarat Hotel, it was built in 1882 of mud brick. Of course, of course, yeah. Yeah. I think my house is made of mud brick. I drop a mud brick every morning. Hence, it's not charming. <laughs> That's why your house isn't charming. Because it's mud brick. Because mud, mud butt. <laughs> The building is registered as a Category 1 historic place by Heritage <laughs> New Zealand. <laughs> they categorize them? Yeah. Categorize. Category it's 1. It's like, all right, it's historic. Not quite as historic. Put that in Category 2. Okay. Now, this one, there's only a little bit left of it. We'll put that in Category 3. What if Category 1 was on the low end of the spectrum? And, like, Category 10 was, like, the historic. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so this one's... Shit. Yeah, they're like, eh, and not charming. It's kind of historic. It's definitely not charming. <laughs> I mean, mud bricks. Mud bricks. Mud, mud. 
The building look, is notable. Look. Venus. <laughs> 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 the building is notable as possibly the country's most famous haunted building. Yeah! Room one of the hotel is reputedly home to the spirit of a young woman, thought by some to be a prostitute known as the Rose, Ew. who was strangled to death in the hotel in the 1880s. <laughs> oh, sorry. The new owner of the building had an encounter with a ghost. Royce Clark has been visiting St. Bathens for duck shooting and rugby. That sounds so New Zealandish. Duck, duck, duck shooting at rugby. <laughs> like, fuck. You guys are yeah. so tough over there. I know. You're not pussies. We're like, they're like, let's go duck shooting and play rugby. And we're like, you guys want to go shoot the pool and have a beer? Right. Maybe throw some darts or go bowling. <laughs> throw some darts. <laughs> and go bowling. You guys want to, like, go to Top Golf? <laughs> you guys want to go to Top Golf? No, these guys want to beat the shit out of each other and shoot ducks. Yeah, and shoot ducks. God, you guys are so tough. Uh, anyway, they w went with mates for more than 40 years and has been a regular at the hotel. He recalled a story where an electric jug in his room. Fuck is an electric jug? Didn't look it up. <laughs> turned on by no, itself. No fucking idea what an electric jug is. Although it wasn't plugged in. That's right. That's, That's right. creepy. That's right. It was Venus. That was the propagation. <laughs> it was propagation. Of radio and light waves. <laughs> One night, and he thought it was his buddies needing, needing around, but he couldn't find any sort of trickery. Shut up. Even after he took it apart the next day. Ooh. He also talked about hearing strange things during his visit. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. And that's a haunted hotel. Yeah. That's fucking uh, New Zealand. Yeah. So Holy look, shit. So here's the thing with this. And uh, I was telling you earlier. I, I found a lot of places in New Zealand that were supposedly, supposedly haunted. Particularly. <laughs> that were supposedly particularly haunted. <laughs> but there's not a lot of stories about them. Uh, like the one place that we were talking about earlier, um, we were talking about the, uh, they didn't like let a lot of people in to investigate aside from like a couple of t TV shows. Okay. So they wouldn't really let people in because they... They weren't sure that they wanted, like, that stigma of the place being haunted, I guess. Okay. So, like, there's not a lot of that. And then, like, I just, like, there was a lot of lists of, like, haunted places and creepy places. But there's, like, not that many stories of, of people witnessing. Like, people will say, yeah, I saw a ghost. But you can't find the stories about what happened. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, Which, so I thought that was kind of weird. It's vague. Yeah. It's vague. So I thought that was kind of strange. It's Venus. But there's a lot of there's a lot of other places that I'd like to touch on in the future. Yeah. Because uh, there was a, there was like a there's a cool prison and another hospital that I, that looked pretty sweet that we could get into. Uh, there's definitely a lot of other cool like little places off the beaten path type stuff. Awesome. Um, that so hopefully we can get back to uh, New Zealand and, and try to find some more stories. Well, you know what? What? It's now from time for my favorite part. Of the entire show. And this yeah. one's actually kind of exciting. Yeah. It's the movies. And now, boys and girls, it's your favorite part of the show. The movie review. Which top ten movies will make the cut today? All right. We're talking about the seven greatest horror films from New Zealand. According to this guy. According to this guy. According to World Geekly News Weekly. Wait, World Geekly News. Yes. Yeah. Geekly. The guy. The guy is uh, from New Zealand. So the guy. I guess guy. he would know. So this is all from his standpoint. Yeah, yeah. This is his list of the seven, seven of the greatest 
New Zealand horror movies. And I have really done pretty well, I think. And I, I'm kind of giving myself kudos for not trying to do a shitty, like, New Zealand accent at all this entire time. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Even though you butchered everything. <laughs> Maybe I should have done it with one of their accents. It might have been easier, even though I you can't. Might've, it might have sounded closer right, to it. Right, right, right. So the first one on this list of seven is The Quiet Earth from 1985. Okay. Yeah. Have you heard or heard of this nope, one? Okay. Nothing about it. The Quiet Earth is probably the most unsettling of the films on this list, so we'll get it out of the way first. It stars one man for most of the film, Bruno Lawrence, who was a prodigious acting and musical talent in New Zealand during the 70s and 80s. Oh, very nice. Yeah. He awakens and finds the entire world has been scrubbed of life. No people, no animals, it's no probably, insects. Probably for the best. Right. <laughs> I mean, how bad, yeah. you know? Again, the natural silence and lack of crowds in New Zealand more so 35 years ago when the movie was released, are the fuel behind this horror story. Was it a side effect of the secretive government project he was working on? Ooh. What does he see on the road late at night? <gasps> Will you ever be able to find a copy to watch and learn how he gets on? Yes. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> this is another movie filmed in Hamilton. In one scene, he yells at a crowd of mannequins far below, playing a tape of their cheers at the end of each pronouncement. That's the center of my city he's yelling at. So apparently that's where oh. this guy's from. Yeah, it's Hamilton. Yeah. Hamilton. Hamilton. Hamilton, New Zealand. Next one. Okay. Bad Taste. Yes. From 1987. Amazing. Yeah. You've seen this. Yes. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. And you like it. Yes. Okay. This is required. Which means it's terrible. <laughs> this no, is it's great. It's a great movie. This guy says it is required viewing for New Zealand horror movie geeks, but I honestly kind of hate it. Well, that's great. Why is it Fuck on Fuck you. Yeah. Yes, it's low budget, and yes, it shows. Yes, it's the film that got Peter Jackson's name on the board, and yes, that led to a multi-billion dollar movie series being filmed here. And yes, the gore and effects are actually great. So I fail to see why this guy yeah, why is he hates saying the movie. Yeah, uh, Considering the uh, general lo-fi feel of the film, but I still don't like it, he says. Maybe I saw it too young to really enjoy it and just saw it as Peter Jackson's home movies, a weekend of dress-up with his friends, Aliens invade and only gory murder can defend New Zealand. It's important to New Zealand horror because it started Peter Jackson, and that's about it. That's not true. This guy's an idiot. Yeah. Uh, it's about aliens who steal humans and turn them into hamburgers. Like, not just hamburger meat, but actual hamburgers? Yeah, they make hamburgers out of them. They make, like, patties out of them. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. They fucking take them. They, <laughs> they grind awesome. them up. They cook them and make hamburgers and badass. sell them in their hamburger shops. Pretty badass. Yeah, it's a great. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> their heads look like butts. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Do they really? You just yeah. said it so nonchalantly. Yeah, their heads kind of look they... like they kind of look like butts. <laughs> kind of took me off guard there. <laughs> so this one is uh, next one up is Brain Dead from Woo! 1992. For those of you who don't know, yeah. So if you were born called... in the 70s or 80s in New Zealand, it's dead alive. Brain Dead, along with Bad Taste, it's were required alive. viewing. <laughs> Another early Peter Jackson film, Brain Dead, released as Dead Alive in the U.S. That's yeah, Dead Alive. So good. Follows a zombie outbreak in a New Zealand town. The source of the outbreak is Your a... grandma ate my dog. <laughs> is that what he says in there? No, the girl says it. Yeah. Oh. It's a Sumatran rat monkey. One of the grossest special effects ever created. A bite from which turns you into a slowly collapsing but wandering corpse. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Guy says, I must have seen this film once a year while I was at high school. Every VHS of it ever, he says hired, but I'm going to say rented, Yeah, was worn and flooded with static in the most ultra-violent scenes, particularly, particularly a scene where a lawnmower is used to great effect is, against the encroaching zombie horde. That is one of the greatest scenes. The ending is absolutely ridiculous, and one of my favorite scenes is fucking disgusting as hell. So what's this one about? What, the movie? 
he already said what just about zombies yeah basically this so there's a the beginning starts off with they're like on this island and they get this Sumatran rat monkey like they said and then dude gets bit and whatever and they uh try to cut his hand off and then uh they cut his arm off or something and then they run to the boat and then the other guy gets bit whatever and then it like spreads this disease because oh. uh, it's at the zoo and they go to they the guy and his mom go to the zoo or well the guy's like tri- so the, the mom is like very overbearing and the guy's trying to he's at the zoo with this chick and the mom's like following him to try to like get all pissed off at him okay. she gets bit by this monkey at the zoo monkey. and she turns into like the zombie thing okay. one of my favorite scenes is uh it's so fucking gross <laughs> she gets bit and like on the bite like they're at the dinner table and she's all just like fucking out of it and they have guests or whatever and uh she's like messing with the the bandage and like pus and blood shoot out from it into the dude's porridge oh. and he's like not paying attention so he starts like eating oh, it and shit come it's on. so fucking gross dude. come on yeah it's good it's so good it's Oh, fucking amazing. Uh, that makes me If sick. you're a horror fan and you've never seen this movie, then I don't know what to tell Ugh. you. The next one up on our list is The Locals from 2003. This guy says, the first New Zealand horror I got a chance to see in cinemas, The Locals, was directed by Greg Page, best How known in... they call it in cinema instead of in the in the theaters? In cinemas. In cinemas. It's just like they don't say and going to the hospital. It's just hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Going to hospital. Yeah. And going to university. University. Yeah. Going to university. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, uh, best known in New Zealand at this time for his work on music videos for bands like the Dotsons and Eight Foot Sativa, which is a fucking amazing name. And filmed filmed in the hinterlands of my home city, Hamilton. Hamilton. It is a very serious and very bleak film. As with several of others on this list, the locals takes hold of our isolation, the nature of our tiny but empty islands, and spins it into a claustrophobia of the sort mostly found in folk horror in England, namely the Wicker Man. At your bees, right? The bees! (laughs) Two surfers try to take a shortcut to the coast via forgotten back roads. Their car being trashed by drag racing hillbilly. Bro, Bro, what? Bro, I know a shortcut, bro. Where? We could get to the tasty waves sooner. Dude, if uh, if I played you that band Eight Foot Sativa? I have have an Eight Foot Sativa in the car, bro. Not anymore. Oh, dick. It's fucking good. Yeah, I know, and now I don't get any, you asshole. I owe you like 500 bucks. You owe me like seven feet of sativa, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So being trashed by drag racing hillbillies and young women with crimped hair and strangely archaic jeans and jackets. Sounds hot. Soon they're being chased through the night over and under old fences and hedges, moonlit fields forever surrounded by darkness. This may be the most difficult title on this list to track down, but very worth the hunt. Next up. We got to try to drag it down. Drag it down. The next one up here is Black Sheep. Yes. From 2006. I've seen it. New Zealand is well known for its comedy output. The Flight of the Concords are known globally. Love them so much. As is uh, Hunt for uh, the Wilder People. By the way, if you're not familiar with Flight of the Concords, they're a musical duo. And the one guy in fuck, his name escapes me right now. He's actually he was the voice of the crab in uh, Moana. Yeah, he was um, in the shiny. Dude, that's like my favorite part of the yeah. movie. I fucking love the. Crab, what is dude. his name? Oh, hold on. Oh, I'll think of it. I'll think of it. Anyway, he's fantastic. He's been in a bunch of fucking movies and shit, but he's awesome. But they're 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 awesome. So equally deserving of global recognition are New Zealand's horror comedies. Black Sheep may be the most well known internationally, but only because the jokes about New Zealand being more sheep than people worked in the favor of this film's publicity unit. 
another film set far from uh, any towns or villages on a sheep farm. Black Sheep is fueled by the loneliness of New Zealand. However, the isolation is not the major uh, enemy it is in other films. In Black, uh, Black Sheep, the foe is, and by the way, not Chris Farley, Black Sheep. In Black Sheep, the foe is man's attempts to make nature better, which of course results in flocks of man-eating sheep and an eight-foot-tall were-sheep. This film is worth a watch if you want a great creature feature and also a good yeah. laugh at it's New hilarious. Zealand's expense. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, also, it's Jermaine Clement. Jermaine Clement, that's it. Yeah. Yes. He's great. He's so fucking funny. This next one is one of my all-time favorite movies, at least in my top 10. Okay. Swear to God, it's 2014's Housebound. Oh, you the way you were this. describing it, I thought you were talking about something else. No. What do you think I was talking okay. about? I'm not going to spill your secrets here. Oh. But... <laughs> spill my se- Everyone knows yeah. my secrets by now. I mean, I'm just saying, dude, like, Geely yeah, was not a great movie. <laughs> I know that's where I thought you were going, but like, most people would disagree with you. It was not filmed most people or would, about New Zealand. Most people would disagree with you. That's all, all right. I'm, I'm just, that wasn't, listen, Ben Affleck is a fucking national <laughs> treasure, dude. All right. Right. <laughs> housebound may be the most clever film on this list and i agree with that it revolves around a young woman who is put on house arrest in a home which is unfortunately haunted she can't leave so she decides to fight back that's right it has, fucking fight that bitch it's amazing it has so many great characters and twists and turns that i won't get too deep into here as i will inevitably destroy your enjoyment but it's part rear view or rear window part the sixth sense and very very kiwi when she's asked what she's going to do when she sees the ghost, our heroine announces, quote, I'm going to smash it in the face. Again, being isolated and vulnerable are the arrows in this film's quiver, but I won't say much beyond that other than it is very funny and has amazing twists. And dude, I fucking love this movie. Oh, good for you. <laughs> well played. Well played. Well played. Seriously, though, it's freaking great. Yeah? If you guys haven't seen I'll that, check it out. go go watch that movie if you haven't watched it. And let, Housebound. Let, let me know what you think of it. I would love to know what everyone's Housebound. like opinion is. It's so good. Is it like a, is it funny? It's it's a black comedy. Yeah. Okay. It's total like. Why is it going to be black, dude? <sighs> Son of a bitch. You can send all hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark comedy. Is that better? Not really. I hate your face so much. Most people do. Okay. We, what is it? It's it's ape like. It's wait, fuck! I forgot what it is now. <laughs> it's like oh, fucking begrudg- something something ape like. Yes. Be- begrudgingly? No, no, not begrudgingly. It's. Oh, I'm gonna find it out. <laughs> so the last one on the list is uh, Deathgasm from 2015. This may be. This is the uh, the author of this talking. This may be my favorite horror comedy of all time. A heavy metal guitarist, marginally ape, marginally ape like. A heavy metal guitarist is sent to live with his exceptionally Christian aunt and uncle who bully him relentlessly, as does their thuggish son, who is the same year as him in school. It's Harry Potter for metalheads. And if there's a uh, bright center of the galaxy, he's in the town it's furthest from. With help from a few outcast D&D players and the town's only other headbanger, the hero finds a book of spells hidden in the home of the world's most mysterious death metal singer, which just so happens to be in their town. Unfortunately, those same spells that make their band the greatest also give them various demons access to the town. So there's demons up in this motherfucker, too. Hijinks that ensue. sounds so good, dude. If you like horror comedy, please check this out. If you also like your music on the heavier side, definitely check this out. I haven't seen this. Moody hasn't seen this. We're going to watch this, and maybe we'll do, like, a bonus review on this. Yeah, that sounds so good, dude. Deathgasm. We want to know if you guys have watched this and if you haven't watch it and then let us know but not before you watch housebound 
Okay. Because Housebound, okay. you have to watch. And the last thing he says in this, and I just have to point this out because it's one of my all-time favorites as well. He says, before you complain that I've missed out on The Frighteners, <gasps> Ooh. I should point out that it is not set in New Zealand despite being filmed here and being a very Peter Jackson film. To be honest, if I could have been, uh, if it could have been filmed anywhere by anyone, just from the excellent Jackson Wall script, so I've decided to not dwell too long on it. Okay, Frighteners, amazing movie, Michael yeah, J. Great. Fox, and it's I want to say it's Zemeckis. I, I could be wrong, but I think it's Zemeckis. Well, in that let's one. prove you wrong right now, then. <laughs> but it's totally cool, especially for like, um, you know, tweens, the ones who are starting to get into like horror and stuff like that. I mean, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's dark. It's dark in some spots. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like you know, there's not like gratuitous boob shots and. You know, shit like that. Oh, so you, no, I'm not watching. <laughs> so you don't have to worry too much about that. It's anyway. directed by Peter Jackson, dude. So it's not Zemeckis is not involved in that. For some reason, I'm seeing Zemeckis in my head. Zemeckis, Zemeckis. Uh oh, Zemeckis. Yeah, it does. It's just directed by Peter. I mean, I don't know if he had. If he was like a. Fucking... To be honest, I didn't know that he was. He actually directed that. So whatever. So listen, we hope you enjoyed your ride with us on Creepy New Zealand. It was so awesome to get to know your country a little bit. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. I would a lot love of cool to shit. get there. I'd love to fucking go yeah. over there sometime. It sounds absolutely beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And um, thank you for allowing us. And creepy. Yeah. Thank you for allowing us inside you, New Zealand. Mm. Inside your bushes. Mm. <laughs> Join us next week right here where we're going to be talking about the Lady of the Dunes. Wait, what? Yeah. The Lady of the Dunes? The Lady of the Dunes. If you're How not familiar. You shit on me like this? The Lady of the Dunes is the nickname for an unidentified murder victim discovered on July 26, 1974 in the Race Point Dunes in Provincetown, Massachusetts. Her body was exhumed in 1980, 2000, and 2013 in efforts to identify her and her killer. Unfortunately, to date... These efforts have been unsuccessful, so nobody knows. And the story's pretty fucking cool. All right, episode over. Cool. Cool. (laughs) You guys got two. You got two for one. No, we're going to talk about it. So what are we doing after that, then? (laughs) This is great. I didn't even have to do anything. (laughs) Fuck you, me. Oh, it's not. There's more? There's more. Oh, fuck. It's actually a pretty interesting story, and I'm excited. And plus, it's another unsolved murder case that I I love bringing up because, you know, we rehash things and fresh ears, fresh thoughts, you know. Fresh. 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 Yeah. (laughs) You like the fresh? Fresh. So make sure to stop over to our official website, themidnighttrainpodcast.com. At our website, you can buy some super sweet merchandise. Super sweet. At our store. And you can, you know, find find fecal fighters shit-eating robot t-shirts. Yeah, buddy. The super popular Don't Be the Salvo t-shirt. Don't Be the Salvo. I love it. I I get people laughing at that shirt all the time. Do they really? Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Uh, You can also if you know, you know, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Speed. The Speed Impossible shirt. (laughs) The... Hey, baby. Shirt. Hey, baby. I mean, they're amazing. And, of course, the switchblade-wielding jersey oh, raccoon t-shirt. That's one of my favorites. There's so much cool shit over there. So make sure you stop over there. Pick up a shirt. And also, be on the lookout for the marginally ape-like great hairy man-beast shirt. That'll be coming. You just got to send that over to me so I don't forget. I put it. I just texted Did you? it. Yeah. <laughs> on there. Marginally ape. Wait, hold on. Say it again. Marginally ape-like great hairy man-beast. <laughs> 
It's all it's gonna say. It's all it's gonna say. Oh, it's gonna be That's so all good. It has to say. Like, what else be, do you need? It's to gonna say, be good man. for like a Father's Day gift for oh, somebody. It's gonna, you know what I mean? I'm getting it for me. That'd be a great like Christmas present for it's a dad. It's gonna be a present for myself. Yeah. <laughs> and listeners keep asking how they can. Okay, I gotta pause real quick. Yeah. And I've said this before. So I fucked up so like so many times in the past. Obviously, okay. you know I can talk real well, right? Yeah. Boo, 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 boo. But I used to say, and listeners keep asking. And so now every time I see it, I immediately want to say asking. Yeah. Because I've like corrected myself subconsciously so many times. Anyway, and listeners keep asking how they can help keep the steam in our engines. Well, if you like what you hear from us, please consider being a producer of the show by heading over to the Midnight Train Podcast.com and clicking .com. on I was going to do the same thing, I swear <laughs> to God. And clicking on the Patreon button or just head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Train Podcast. For as little as five bucks a month, you can get all kinds of shit like custom shirts, custom posters, custom stickers, bonus episodes. Like, you know, we got freaking the craziness behind the Hoover Dam, which, I mean, go figure. Who Look, knew? You, you want it? We got it, baby. Who knew? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you're a diehard Midnight Train fan and you want to help produce this motherfucker, our Patreon is for you and we appreciate you. Just, you have no idea. We do. For those of you that would rather leave us a one-time donation, which, by the way, yeah um i gotta <laughs> yeah i guess i gotta kind of bring this up real fast so moody yeah do you remember uh the past couple episodes yeah maybe a few different times mm -hmm. you've mentioned that if someone yeah anyone were to right give us a donation in fact what was, what was yeah, the, yeah there was an incremental amount that you actually said you could you could even leave I said a penny or two, like yeah, okay. and um, I would send you a don't uh, the save for Moody's, but you have to not be a Patreon uh, subscriber, right? So I would like to thank <laughs> Miles Campbell, yeah, out there, fuck yeah, and Miles, listen, man, you you it doesn't even matter the amount, you did it, and uh, your sticker was sent out uh, yesterday, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Was the cost of shipping the sticker more than the donation? <laughs> Why, yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> Fuck yes, dude. But it's totally amazing. worth it. Totally Miles? worth it. Miles? Miles. Thanks, Miles. Miles you, made, you just made my fucking day. He sent us, because you said that, he sent us two cents. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> that, is, that is the greatest thing dude, I've ever heard. I was at work, and all of a sudden, I, you know, I got a notification from <laughs> yeah. the PayPal, PayPal thing or whatever. <laughs> And it was like, Miles Campbell has sent two cents. I was like, get the fuck out. <laughs> well Dude, played. so awesome. Well played, fuck Miles. yeah, man. Your sticker is on its way, my friend. Oh, that is so good. Enjoy <laughs> it. You're safe, buddy. You're safe. So if anyone else out there would like to, uh, you know, happen to help us out on PayPal, just, you know, because you have commitment fuck. issues or whatever like that. Hell yeah, Just man. use the email address, the Midnight Train Podcast at <laughs> gmail.com. Or maybe not do that. I don't know. Also, you can Keep easily coming. <laughs> you can easily like, subscribe, and rate us on your favorite podcast platform. I expect you to transfer me that two cents, by the way. <laughs> you get half. You get half. All right. Perfect. I don't know. I'm in the hole right now because I already I, <laughs> I already sent the shit out. And 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 he's in Canada. <laughs> so I'm looking at this hey, and I'm hey, like, hey, you gotta spend money to make money. Absolutely. No, I am by no means upset. <laughs> no, I know. I That's thought awesome. it was the funniest that fucking shit in the he world. He deserves everything. I was like, that is awesome. 
So, yes, his sticker is on the way. Thank you, Miles. You're the man. Thank you, Miles. And listen, you guys can easily like, subscribe, and rate us. Please rate us. Get on there and freaking just go on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck it's called, and do that. It really does help us. It's so dumb, um, but it just helps. So, you know, word of mouth is definitely how we're going to keep getting more passengers on this train. And the more the more ratings we get, the higher we move on the charts, the more people hear us, and the more things we can do for you guys. Correct, because that's what we want to yeah, do. Like every single to. cent that is sent to us, even the two cents from Fuck yeah, Miles, that's going in the pot, baby. That's going in the pot. Every single bit of it, dude. So now you're contributing. It doesn't that's matter right. how small or how big, that is man. Right. I mean, the bigger the better, but I'm just saying. You know where that's yeah. going? Ghost hunt. Yeah, get ghost hunts. Yep. Yeah, it's coming. And that's the first thing we're doing. Um, there's plenty of other stuff we got planned yeah, coming man. up. Like, it, and it's, that's 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 because of our Patreon, right? 100. That we're able to do stuff like that, right? So we we literally cannot thank you guys all enough for your love and support. Um, it's just amazing and tremendous, and I could blabber on and forever about it. But real quick, it's one of my of love favorite things in the world. Uh-oh. We did uh, we did New Zealand today, and we are still in the top 50 in New Zealand. We're like number 48 or something right now. What is there? Only 50 podcasts in there? Maybe, but either way. <laughs> Who gives a shit? We're on the charts, we're on the charts, baby. baby. And, there, and we've been we've been steady, we've been steady in the top fifty of New Zealand, and that's amazing to me. New Zealand, thank you so much. Anyone who lives, hopefully, in New we Zealand, didn't destroy your language too much. No, I know I didn't. I'm so sorry, like, <laughs> for real. That's that's. I, listen, I didn't get the notes because he likes to do that to me. And even no, then, though, no, I don't think no. I'm... You sprung this shit on me. <laughs> Is Last that my penance? <laughs> That's yeah, my penance. This is your fault. It is my fault. Whatever. Fuck off. For those of you, that, I mean, none of you do know, but we had to record early uh, due to some other, some extenuating circumstances. Yeah. So I had to rush. Yeah. We are, um, yeah, it's actually right now it's Thursday night. Thursday night. Thursday night. Yeah. And yeah, so the, the life's crazy right now, but you guys get it. Yeah. You guys we're understand. here for you guys. Yeah. We're doing this for you. But once again, we will not miss an episode. Nope. Like, that's we're it. We're going to do it. We're yeah. going to work it out. We're yeah. going to make it work. We'll figure it out. And uh, hopefully that means a lot to you guys because there's a lot of work that goes into it. There's a lot of moving around parts and pieces and and bullshit with fucking equipment that never wants to fucking work. Yeah, we had an, another incident today. Yeah, that was yeah. good. We it's, had to... it's only because I'm in a bad mood and it's it my, my EMP went out to the universe yep is what it was yeah yeah i know i gotta stop that you do positive positive positivity right so listen to our superhero patreons yeah buddy our patreon motherfucking producers we got some who do we got today oh we got all kinds we got some all right let's hear it let's hear it oh let me give me where's my where's my noise oh you need the drum i need my can i I give you this instead today what is it no it doesn't feel as good all right yeah Uh, what else you got Got uh, how about how about uh, I got this? Mm, seems degrading. No, don't like that. No, no. no okay, no. Uh, I do have. I found this one. How about okay. this one? the one <laughs> to our producers brian gunzelman margaret atkins who is maggie from oh there uh, it is from over yeah, the uk yeah. we look across the pond yes we look forward to hearing your uh your american american accents, accents. <laughs> i'm actually super excited about that we've got to figure out a way for you to do that you should you know what you should do you should record yourself doing that email it maybe and then email it over to the email midnight the train podcast you got to talk regular though like your normal voice you have to say something in your normal speaking voice right and then the same thing again in in american right because because you made fun of our english <laughs> accents 
So she we said hear, she loved it, though. Yeah, well, you loved it. Well, How, yeah, because yeah, it's terrible. It's horrible. <laughs> and I feel so bad every time we do it. Um, but, yeah, I would love to hear it. So make yeah, sure you gotta, take you, a video, <laughs> send it over to us, the Midnight Train Podcast at gmail.com. Also to Colleen Cox, uh, Pumpkin Escobar, yep. Mac Darty, okay. Gina Madison. Wonderful. Uh, Janet Shirell, oh. Laura Randall, okay. Chad Flint, beautiful, Cheryl beautiful. Pierce. How's Chad doing? Has anyone heard from Chad? Is he alive? I, I, uh, Is he banned again? Probably. I haven't seen him around recently. I think he's probably got a lifetime ban of her. Is he? Is he done? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he might be yeah, done. He'll be back somehow. Maybe. Chris McLeod, Justin Kowalczyk, uh, which by the way, I do have to give a super big shout out to Justin. Justin has uh he comes in to uh grab food all the time from yeah. the depot. Do you ever hook and, him up? And well, I never know he's in there until afterwards. Oh. Because it's not like they come back and go, Hey, by the way, your friend. You know what I mean? They don't they don't do that. Dick. Fuck off. Can't even give him like two free wings but or he, something. He likes the wings and I appreciate him for all his support. And That's everything. awesome, man. Yeah. That's so awesome. seriously, thank you for doing that, man, because that shit helped us get through fucking one of the roughest times ever. So uh, also to Rob Webb from the Fun Box Podcast. Yeah. Please check out the Fun, the Box, Fun Box Podcast. Podcast. The Fun Boxers. We had a good time over there. Yeah. They're good good guy. Yeah. And his girlfriend's hilarious too. She called him out yeah, on I saw that. Hilarious. <laughs> because of there and there. Talking trash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to Christina Skelton and Jessica Bartolome. That yeah. is the Sister Skeleton Podcast. Not to be okay. confused with our upcoming podcast. Right. The, the Sister Skeleton, Skeleton yeah. Podcast. Sister Skeleton. Right. Yeah. Because that, that's coming. Yeah. Yeah, no, right. that's I don't be. know what it's going to be about. But we'll figure it out. It'll probably just be us just copying everything you do. We should do that. We'll redo yeah. every, episode every episode they did. Every episode. But in as the sister's skeleton. Right. For the entire time, I'm going to talk like this. <laughs> and I'm going to snap my fingers like this the entire time. You'd like J-Lo? That's it. And I'm going to shake my head. No, I'm, I'm far too. Yeah, that's whatever. <laughs> to Maria Gibbs, to Chainsaw. What the fuck? Jigsaw, uh, Craig Wait, 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 wait. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We went a whole episode without making a chainsaw being old joke. Hey, Chainsaw, you're fucking old. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> to Jigsaw, Craig Spurlock, Rick Resler, Courtney Batchelor, Katie Brabidick, and of course, our boy, Bill Birch. Oh, good for you. If you want your name to be mentioned on the show, please become a Patreon producer. We promise not to use it on beer. Kind of. No, we, okay, we, don't, on, we don't, we don't ever do we that. We promise not to use it all on beer. <laughs> we really, we, we really don't. We honestly put it towards like what we need to do. So you That's guys why just know. we need High Life Yes. What the fuck is going on with that? Does anybody know anybody that works for Miller? I tag them in everything. <clears throat> I don't think they're listening. Even our freaking host for the I'm going the down there. Where where where's there? Miller. Where where is that? <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean you just don't know? Is that what that was? <laughs> no. I mean cuz but uh Budweiser is brewed Columbus. in Columbus. We got a big I'm sure there's a Miller one around here somewhere. Miller's got to be close. Shit. Yeah, we got to get Miller. High life. Again. No. If anyone knows anyone at High Life, hook them up. Listen, today we didn't have Logan in here. We recorded this thing early. We know this has been kind of a freaking oddball episode, but we really wanted to talk about New Zealand because you guys are really supporting us, and it's fucking huge to us. And we just can't thank you guys enough. So thank you, New Zealand. And to everyone else out there, stay safe. And as always, 
Choo-choo, motherfuckers! Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Nice. This is the breakdown for the ladies right here. It's the midnight.